Sanity Safe Space, the call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. God, I'm I'm so stressed out because our stupid video share system is still offline. I can't do sounders. I can't do keyboard cat things when you can't read the super chat and all that fun stuff. Don't we have so, some listeners? I saw in the live chat that we had some listeners dealing with the same thing. So if any of you have a podcast and you have an alternative video share program, please yeah. let us know because we are grasping at straws here. Alternatively, and, I, and I've been surveying around looking for basically websites or web tools that do the same thing that I need our system to do because I can't rely on our former service. If there are people who are uh, like website, web tool developers, this task or this tool I might need to build, because I'm thinking maybe I'll just build one for myself. This tool I would need to build, as far as I understand, is fairly simple, functionally. So if, you are, uh, if you're a skilled like website web tool developer who might be interested in a what I hope would be a fairly simple project for hire, uh potentially send me an email i'm not guaranteeing that that's the route we go but i might be interested in having some discussions with uh with people who are in the know about this sort of stuff anyway sinatra says says he found a workaround okay yeah maybe maybe that's the route to go um i found some things that are close but they're not exact they're not exactly what i need them to be so perhaps we build our own system anyway uh it's time uh to well time to get into the calls before I waste too much time, but I got to explain the rules first. If you're new to the show, there is a link to the discord server on which we host the show in the uh, YouTube description there, hop in the server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first come first serve basis, hang out in the waiting room while you wait. So I can pull you in when you're ready to go. Uh, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having difficulty getting into the live room, we do take questions at the uh, podcast inbox. That's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. But I swear to God, if you send one that's longer than 280 characters, I will not read it. <laughs> You've been saying that for weeks, but you put them in here and they're longer. I know. So please be concise for us. Keep your questions to, uh, to a tweet's length or less and put call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for. And we will read those at the end of the show. We take Super Chat and Streamlabs every half hour in between. And we'll take calls uh, until 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. Other than that, let's hop into it. Let's see who's up first tonight. Uh, God, everybody was right on it. Uh, Regal Fraggle got it first, though. Let's see what he has to say. Regal Fraggle, you're good to go. Hey. Oh, let me put my. Time. I am having technical issues. Can you come to me in like two or three calls down the line? Sure. Uh, yeah. You want to just hang out? In well, I can put you back. The trouble okay. is, if I put you back, I might forget to bring you in. Can you remind me, blonde? Sure. Okay. Remind me in three three callers to pull him back in. Uh, Frank's up next. Frank, what's on your mind, man? Hey. Oh, you scurvy dogs. <laughs> the date is right for your blood chat. It's okay. Oh, be ye. 
I assume this is a reference to the uh, the San Francisco man who cut cut somebody up outside the roller disco. Ah, Matty, my lad. <laughs> I lost me red hat and me saber. <laughs> no, he he ran away with the sword. He did actually escape with the uh, with the sword. Did he actually kill anyone? No, but he, he the reports are he nearly severed a guy's hand. I lopped off the lattice hand. <laughs> wow. And this is yeah. this is confirmed a mega guy. So there, there's surveillance footage that reporters and police claim to have seen that is a man dressed as a pirate wearing a MAGA hat, yes. Huh. Why didn't Daily Mail uh, tell me of this today? I guess it happened on Friday night. Seriously? I haven't heard a peep. You think this would be front and center? National News has been hesitating with this, too. I think because they're a little nervous after the Jesse stuff and Covington and all that. You mean they're practicing restraint? No. I think so. Anyway, uh, you have more thoughts on it, Frank. Ah! (laughs) Okay. Is that all you have to say? They just... Because you still have 26 ah, blonde seconds. Blonde me loose-lipped wench. Ah. <laughs> well, that's true. All right, get out of here. Arr. All right. Arr. Arr. What, what, do I, what kind of best wishes do I wish to a pirate? I hope the, the seas right. are calm for you or something like that. All right. <laughs> have a good night. Uh, Cyclops. Oh, the live chat is disgusting. What are they talking about? They're always predicting when I ovulate. Ooh, Cyclops, you're good to go. Oops. That was uh, an interesting out-of-context bit to come in on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's that? Uh, actually, it's a decent transition for what I wanted to talk about, scarily enough. Um, okay. I went this weekend and saw the movie Unplanned. Yeah? Oh, good. I, I was thinking about going this weekend. Would you How recommend was it? it? I was good. I would definitely recommend it does not earn the r rating like hmm. i don't know what i mean i do know what they were thinking but yeah it was that scene with the sonogram during the abortion really, that gave it the r rating. really not that much like i've seen more blood and gore in a pg-13 horror flick so hmm. that was a bit ridiculous but um yeah i thought it was really good there are a couple parts that are kind of camp but as far as like a pure flicks film it was really well acted. The lead actress was really good. I didn't feel like she overdid it. So I was kind of worried that she would be a bit over the top. But no, she did a really good job. Um, and yeah, really loved it. Um, I know. So it first came out last Thursday, Friday, depending on what your theater did. And then for us here in Utah, I think tomorrow is the last day. So if you're thinking about it, make sure to go see it either tomorrow or if you're lucky enough to have it next week. Were they already taking it out? Uh, well, I mean, it's an independent film. The yeah. budget is $6 million, so they don't necessarily have. Okay. Well, fun. then I guess I must go this weekend. I was planning on going Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, you'll have to check your theaters and see if. They yeah, can. I was surprised it was here in town, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. I guess here too. Glenn Beck bought out a bunch of theaters in Salt Lake, too. Hmm. Like he said four or five screens that he was getting as many people in as he could. So mm. that was cool. But uh, uh, that's all I had to say on that. One final question for you guys, and then I'll hop off. Uh, 
have any thoughts on uh, roaming bumping up against your schedule? Everyone should boycott her. We hate her now. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. I mean, you got to pick some night. And uh, yeah, I guess it, it always guess, ske- is, is a scheduling problem with somebody. Yeah, you got to you got to go up against us, or you got to go up against Crowder, or you got to go up what against. What does she do it on Wednesdays? Yeah, she's doing her show an hour oh. before we go live on Wednesday nights. But but hey, I would prefer that to uh, cramp Mondays. it on my Sunday show. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, anyone can go up against our Sunday show. I dare you try. <laughs> and yeah. we'll win, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a music streaming channel with chill beats, then you'll be this for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for calling, dude. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks. Okay. Let's, uh, before I forget, let's try Raggle Fraggle again. Oh, yeah. Try Raggle Fraggle. Because I'm already, I, I can, if I don't do it when I'm thinking of it, I will forget for sure. Is your uh, situation fixed? Yeah, I was. I had to hop on mobile for a minute because it was updating on the uh, laptop. So oh yeah, my first time using uh, not using mobile to call in. So Discord always does that. It just throws an update on you that will yeah. totally screw up everything. everything. Sometimes, like well, unlink no, my it, microphone. It's it's so annoying. Yeah. Well, not even that. It was just up, uh, up the update screwed up things, but it was just updating in the middle of the show. Yeah, so. just taking a while. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Oh, shit, what I wanted to talk about. Oh, do you want to talk philosophy or do you want to talk uh, voting rights? Uh, I'd say philosophy. That'd be my vote. Agreed. Okay. So uh, I was listening to uh, the Joe Rogan podcast with Bill Allotman, who's the CEO of Minds. Right. Yeah. That and, is that the one that's like a month old or so? A little more? Yeah, roundabout. Because I, I, I did I listen like to that one. Weeks. I assume he hasn't been back on. Yeah. Well, I something that struck me about it was this uh, idea that he had of um, of taking the open source that he writes and leaving it for everyone to use, mm-hmm. which kind of, to me, strikes me as a, a religious act of, like, sacrifice. Hmm. So you produce this, this code on top of, uh, basically, off of the work of other people who have built you up to this point, you know, with computers and encoding and software, hardware, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so to pay tribute, you what some of the work that you do, you leave open. So you don't necessarily profit right. off of it. You leave it for other people to use. Uh, yeah. I was wondering what you were thinking about that. Oh, good for him. That's, that's a selfless act. Yeah, I think it's awesome. And I think, well, I, 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 uh, I think Bill Ottman, everything I've heard from him, and I've spoken with him personally about mines and everything I hear from him, huh? I think I, I'm, yeah, it was a while ago. It was like maybe a year and a half ago. And uh, and I think everything he says is pretty much right on. Like, I agree with his philosophy about speech and about the way the Internet ought to work and things like that. And I, what I appreciate about him is I think he's found ways to be transparent and, and open with other people such that they can even build on and advance his, his own technology without... I mean, you, you use the word sacrifice, and maybe that's appropriate, but he's certainly found a way to make a living for himself and do well for himself, too. You know, it wasn't really either yeah. or. It's not like he's... He's compromised his own. At least I don't think he's compromised his own wealth or anything like that. And in, in, do you use Minds? I, I put all my stuff over there. I'm not the most interactive on it because there's so many platforms, and it's like I can't do it. Right. I, I don't know. I only use Gab. I wish I could get into Minds, but it just reminds me too much of Facebook. And there's like too much stuff going on. Yeah, and it's got its own kind of like crypto system where there's like a, yeah. it's not really a currency, I guess, but it's like a, a system whereby you can promote material and stuff. 
I'm always getting tokens. What does that even mean? Those are tokens you can use to like promote your material. Can I turn it into money? Uh, there is a financial aspect, but I don't fully understand it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So you probably have to go through a bunch of loops to actually make it cash out. But yeah. Anyway. So uh, quick gun of the week. Sure. Sure. Uh, so since we started a new month, I decided we'd go with a theme for once. So we're going to do prop guns. So not real guns, but guns from movies. Uh, look up the Constantine shotgun. The holy shotgun. Mm-hmm. I wish this was real. I know, right? <laughs> this does look pretty sweet. Was it made this out of also... like a gold car exhaust or something like that? <laughs> it's not so much that, but it, it launches um, it launches projectiles that were melted down from a holy crucifix, so it kills... Uh, demons oh yeah i see the 12 gauge uh, slugs here very good yeah 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 but uh this is probably definitely top five movies that i've seen keanu reeves in that since i know uh matt doesn't watch movies i try to watch this one but it's he only watches one. the gay ones uh yeah and i will watch unplanned this weekend and then yeah, and dislikes is... <laughs> amazing movies like a quiet place yeah that this movie one's is... so it's not really oh, gay <laughs> Dude, I love The Quiet Place. It's so such wrong trash. About it it is, was not trash. It was so good. It is so logically <laughs> silly. You, okay. Willful suspension of disbelief, okay? No, you can't. <laughs> anyway. You can, but uh, have you listened to Andrew Clavin's uh, uh, review of it? I thought it was really good. It's very insightful. If you I've not. I've not. Okay, well, if you can find it, try and check it out. I thought it was All right. interesting. Will do. Later, guys. Thanks. No one's going to change my mind about that movie. Not even Andrew Clavin. That's just fucking crazy. Pro Libertate, I think, is how you say that. Uh, But I don't see you hanging out in the... Oh, no, there we go. There we go. Never mind. Uh, Pro Libertate, you're good to go if you can get that mic unmuted. Myth is up next. Oh, I saw an article today. There was this Game of Thrones, like, movie or, you know, premiere of sorts. And I saw yeah. Maisie Williams and the pointy one together. Ah. And Maisie Williams looked better. Maisie Williams did some, like, uh, April Fool's gag on Jimmy Fallon, but I didn't really watch it, and she had, like, very... She had a very feminist get-up, like, pink hair and all that. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Uh, but she God. looks really cute in this premiere, so I don't know what to say. Well, we'll see. Hopefully one of them dies uh, this yeah, season. Yeah, both of them die. <laughs> Maybe both. Myth, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, guys. Hey. What's on your mind? Blonde, I'm going to ruin A Quiet Place just a little bit more for you. Thank you. Good. <laughs> his next movie, the the, uh, the director of his next movie, he said he will not hire a white uh, actress for the main part. Why? Actor. Um, because he's a leftist. <laughs> but that Krasinski... movie was filled with Christian symbolism and had a patriarchal Wait, lead. He's probably responding to negative wrong? pressures. Matt, I might be. I think I'm getting the movie wrong. I'm sorry. Are you talking about oh. Peel? I, I, yeah, no, maybe. It was the other one with the deaf and or not the deaf guy, the blind guy. Oh, uh, I don't know. Blind guy. I think you're talking about Peel, who just put out a movie called Us, which I actually saw. It was yeah. I think I'm fine. Talking, yeah. And he I said he won't hire up. White Lee. Yeah, I did hear about that controversy. I definitely got the okay. Good mixed because uh, I didn't think so because a quiet place was filled with like Christian yeah. symbolism and then the patriarchal man that sacrifices for his family and has giant arms and is super sexy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Am I alone uh, on this one? Matt, you're super gay. Weren't you into it? <laughs> uh, I've explained my uh, <laughs> my logical disputes with that movie many times. It makes no conceptual sense. Yeah. Any, the the dad I, makes terrible decisions. And yes, he sacrifices himself for his family in the end. But he wouldn't have had to if he didn't make moronic decisions about his fortress throughout. Why don't they live next to the waterfall? Exactly. Why don't you build a house next to the waterfall? Because they needed okay, there were some plot holes. Like if they were, they wouldn't have been heard with underneath that mattress. They were like speaking at full volume all the time. Yeah. Then why did that baby have to go in the baby coffin? Exactly. It, I, I know it had some problems, but I still <laughs> yeah. thought all in all it was a solid film. Also, in the end, <laughs> it's like oh, no. it, oh, we can shoot the monsters in the face. We should have tried that, I guess. Yeah. We had well, to wait till Dad died. Seconds. You're you're telling me Dad never tried shooting the monsters in the face with his shotgun? Well, maybe yeah. I can just get a quick uh, answer out of you guys. Uh, have you guys heard about the new migrant caravan heading towards the U.S.-Mexico border? I have not. Is there no, a distinguishing are they factor? Are they real Mexicans? It's a model. It, it's um, like. Honduran. Um, it's pointless to differentiate. Honduran. They're Honduran. Um, but it says like twelve thousand to, or I mean, yeah, twelve thousand to fifteen thousand immigrants. Mm. Um, but at least this time, they're saying they're going to try to keep most of them in Mexico while they're being processed for their asylum when they claim asylum. Hmm. Um, but why don't they keep all of them as as they should? And Border Patrol has said that ninety nine percent of their asylum claims are fake. Um, well, I guess we'll have to find out. All right, yeah. we'll keep an eye on uh, an eye out for it. Yeah, Thanks. There's for a video of the caravan. They're pretty big. All right. All right. I know I have to go. Later. Yeah. Later. Uh, let's try. I hadn't heard this thing about the avocados, and I was watching Tucker Carlson last night, and he was like, "And we're supposed to let these people in because the price of guacamole is going to go yeah. up." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize it was a talking point for the left." <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was I forget what analysis was released, but they said if Trump closes the border, you'll have a three week supply of avocados and then you're done. Eh. Uh, yeah. Pro Libertate, I can give you another shot if you can get that uh, whatever whatever technological situation. you got. Can you on. currently hear me? I can now. Yeah. Can. OK. How's it going, guys? We're all right. I could live with that. Greetings, Greetings from Seattle area. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yep. Just watched a guy frolic down the street and pick flowers. Really? And was he wearing a Joker suit? No, no. Um, oh, because when I looked at Seattle, there would be a guy, guy doing that, like skipping down Joker the street. Suit. In a Joker <laughs> suit. That's funny. There, there is a guy doing donuts in a shopping cart currently that I'm watching, though. Mm. I don't even know how. I don't even know how you do that. You mean he's in the cart or he's pushing the cart? He's uh, riding on the front end of it, pushing with one foot, kind of like a skateboard. It's pretty oh. impressive. Okay. Meth seems fun, right? <laughs> he's having a blast. Yeah. Anything else in your mind? Or just uh, just yeah. Seattle <laughs> hobo gazing? Yeah, I just want to talk about kind of one of the more abhorrent um, tactics of the left or use of like revisionist history or this cartoonish version of how they kind of give you moral imperatives and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And uh, kind, kind of more with like the most obvious would be like the First Amendment then insisting that it's this collective right and stuff oh that's crazy are they actually what would a collective speech right even look like are they making well, that I, case sorry i meant the second amendment Mark. oh sure yeah yeah i don't i don't know i think they make that they, they try to use the militia 
clause in the second amendment to make that case. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in context, the militia just refers to basically every able-bodied man, every man who, who can or could serve. Right. You know? Right. Right. And, and I think the quickest way to put the whole thing to rest is, I mean, if you look at like Sir William Blackstone's commentaries, he literally puts the right to bear arms in the chapter titled of absolute rights of individuals. Yeah. And it, I mean, <laughs> so, everything else, well, I guess not, not everything else. Because there is, um, you know, the, the, the power is not expressly granted to the federal government shall be reserved by the states. That's a state's right that, that exists in the Bill of Rights, I suppose. But is there any? So maybe that's a collective right, sort of. Is, are there other examples of collective rights in the Bill of Rights? Well, Everything else is an individual. As, I'm seeing more of the collective view coming out of kind of this late 19th century rise of that kind of thought. And mm -hmm. also kind of coincides with the the abolition and them wanting to suppress um, freed African-Americans from exercising that right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, but, I mean, it was never really questioned and, and they kind of used the fact that it was never even questioned as kind of a, a downside to it saying that Scalia was the first to even address it. Well, it was never addressed because everybody freaking knew it was an individual, right? Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, you know, it's odd that it seems the most pro to a decision uh, I've seen recently came out of California with this yeah. magazine decision. I've seen yeah. some more coverage of it since we discussed it on Sunday. Yep, and it, it looked like, you know, it's an application of the Heller decision. That's like, listen, if there's stuff that is in common use, generally you're not going to be restricting it. So screw off California. That right. this, this is, right. this is a violation of what we established under the second amendment in Heller. And, uh, you know, go you, your stupid magazine ban can, can screw off. Yeah. I was glad yep. to see that it came out of California, but I've already seen there was a great product I saw. Uh, you know, you're, you're just a normal thirty round mag, but laser engraved on it is that judge's face. <laughs> I want I want a few of those, but people in Very California good. need to pick those up. And a final thought for Blonde. Go for uh, it. So, um, my favorite video by by Blonde is that uh, the criteria for establishing causal relationships, probably the most informative video I think she has. Oh my <laughs> God. Everybody hated that video. And it's no. like my least viewed video of all time. I'm so glad no. somebody liked it. <laughs> I use it for literally everything. And, uh, and one more thing real quick. The only thing I've seen blonde cringe more than like anal fissures is the word diversity. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather talk all about right, anal thanks, fissures. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> yep, take care. Wow, that makes me so happy. That video was so boring. I don't remember it. When did you make it? I don't know. It was one of my skipped in school videos. I've got to do one of those. It's been a while. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Spiffy Shark. Let's get Spiffy Shark in here. Hey, Spiffy Shark. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. What's on your mind? Well, uh, first of all... Um, what uh, I believe it was Myth was talking about earlier. Um, I believe he was talking about the movie with the with the blind guy. I think he's talking about the movie Don't Bird Breathe. Box? Oh, Bird Box, yeah. But Man, what, what was the movie? Bird. Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. I don't know that one. Surprise, surprise. It, it's surprisingly, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was just going to be like another hack and slash horror thriller, but mm -hmm. it had a pretty good twist in it, so I highly recommend it. Okay. And, and also, what, the what Wikipedia. The, 2016 movie yeah came out a little while ago you could if you if you could probably find it in like a cheap dvd bin hmm is it uh is it on any streaming services you know of? not that i know of it might be somewhere 
maybe yeah. Hulu or something. But yeah, yeah, I picked it up on DVD for like three bucks. There's a script for a sequel in the works. Did you know that? Yeah, I've, I read something about that, and I I could see it. They did leave the ending kind of open, but hmm. overall, plus uh, I also want to ask why can't we uh, get through one stream without talking about anal fissures? I know, right? <laughs> it's your guys' fault. Yeah, sorry. I mean, aren't you just... aren't you the butt story guy? The, one yeah. of the butt are story you are guys. You are ass man. There's two. Yeah, there's so... multiple. I am. We the have multiple ass men. Yeah. But you're the original yeah. ass man. Definitely. Yeah, you did this, dude. You did this. Now everybody yeah, has no, some it's, kind it's... of hemorrhoid story. Uh, uh, yeah, apparently, apparently, um, I guess I'm not the only one. Ah, gross. Anyway, gross. well, well, what I actually wanted to talk about was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got like 30 seconds now. Go for it. Oh yeah, I know, right? 12 okay, seconds. Since, since we've seen that, since we've seen liberal media calling out Rachel Maddow. For mm. still going on the Russia hoax, and are they, like who's calling her out? Uh, I can't remember. Tim Pool did a video on it a few days ago. I can't remember oh. the exact publications, but he he listed does, a few. Does he count as liberal media anymore, though? No, he, he. I I guess not. But I mean, and and also the uh, I can't remember. I think Matt, you did a video on it the other day about. Or maybe I'll talk about it on Sunday about Savannah Guthrie interviewing Smollett's lawyer. Oh God, yeah, we hated both 8% of them. Eight percent less. Yeah, yeah it's actually a decent interview. So what I'm thinking is, is do you guys think that maybe by chance, maybe we may be beginning to see the mainstream media realizing that the left has radicalized, and maybe this is the beginning of that shift back towards the center. I don't know. I've been here before. On the one hand, I thought that that their like how their audience was going to be limited and how they were going to lose money. I thought that that would be impetus enough, which mm -hmm. I proved incorrect. That that did not happen. So now I I, I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, it's just taking longer. I mean, it's it's still in play. It's just taking a while. Right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, but the nice thing, well, I should. I don't know if it's a nice thing or not. But what's happened recently has been a series of just uh, just terrible developments for a lot of mainstream media. So you had Covington, you had Jussie Smollett, you've got the, the Mueller report coming out and the Russia collusion thing being untrue. Uh, right. And so, I mean, I guess that's what I was thinking about with regard to this MAGA pirate guy. Why aren't they talking about this? MAGA hat guy cutting someone's hand off almost. They're silent on it. Maybe... To the point you're making, maybe there are actually some people exercising caution and waiting for facts to come out before commenting. I mean, I either, didn't hear about this. Either because they're they've have newfound intellectual honesty, or alternatively, because in the case of Covington, they see that there is an actual financial stake. So maybe it's top down order. Like, listen, shut the hell up until yeah. we see some investigation findings. Yeah, yeah, we got to wrap it up though. Hmm. E either way, whatever gets the media kind of less biased in general i think it's a good thing sure i don't know i'm like more yeah. bias in the media continue to tank yourselves <laughs> yeah well when it comes to just straight fact reporting i don't necessarily like if i'm watching the news in the morning i don't necessarily want to listen to some dumbass's political opinion but yeah you know if i want to listen to some dumbass's political opinion like i'll go watch i don't know the young turks or something so or this show this show, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I like this show. You guys sure. are you guys are dumbasses. So. Occasionally, Thank you, man. we deliver the news. Appreciate Occasional. it. Occasional. 
Have a good night. Right. You too. Right, let's take uh, one more call before we take a break at the bottom of the hour. Toffee Talk is up next. Hey, Toffee Talk. Hey, guys. How are you? Hello. Well, how are you? Not too bad, thanks. My question is one you've probably answered a hundred times before, so I apologize in advance. But I was going over some of your old episodes of um, Beauty and the Beta. Mm-hmm. And um, I can see that you've got the chemistry straight away. So my question is, how did you meet and how did you start working together? Sure. You want to take uh, Well, Blonde saw my channel and just fell in love and uh, <laughs> some, something like that. I mean, you could probably, uh, the story is that you messaged, well, should I tell my backstory quick or you? I don't or, remember, so go ahead. Okay, basically, I used to, to be as quick as possible, I used to do a video game podcast with a group of guys that I enjoyed, but it was pretty minimal effort, at least on my part. But I still enjoyed yeah. doing a podcast. It wasn't political, just video games, or at least rarely political. Uh, that sort of fell apart, and this was around Christmas 2015, and I knew I wanted to get back into podcasting and do something a little different, but I needed the right person or group of people to do it with. And so I didn't, I didn't yeah. do any streaming or podcasting for five months until like Memorial day, 2016. But at, around that time, that's when blonde messaged me. It was like, well, we should stream sometime. I said, okay, sure. So we just did a stupid Google hangout stream and people generally enjoyed it. And I knew I wanted to get back into it. So I just messaged blonde. I was like, you want to do this weekly? I'll do all the work. You show up. That was seriously the proposition. <laughs> He's like, listen, if you just show up every week and like prepare, uh, I will literally take care of everything else and I'll split you in 50-50. And I was like, sold. Yeah. <laughs> I will do that. It all took off from there. And yeah, and we've been doing it every week uh, ever since. Yeah. And that, that's coming up on three years now at the end of May. Wow. That's longer that's than cool. I've had that's almost any job. Huh? Yeah, it, it's uh, Blonde just showed up in my comments one day that's basically how it happened yeah sorry go go for it sorry yeah another thing i want to say is that you you often refer to it as the duct tape productions but i've got to admit that's one of the most enjoyable parts when things go wrong <laughs> i've heard people say that like the stream that felt the call-in stream a few weeks ago that almost fell apart and i, I entertained for a little bit should i just canceled the show yeah and then people are like no it was actually pretty fun to watch a little bit of squirming i i do agree that like you don't want to see a total struggle but a little bit of mm. uh squirm adds some character you don't want to see someone absolutely falling flat on their face and having nowhere to go but that was the most stressed out uh, it gives I've the show a little charm yeah i guess so <laughs> well, appreciate it man yeah thanks, thanks for calling in okay bye. see you later bye guys see ya have bye. a good night Let's uh, let's catch up on uh, on our super chatters and stream lavers. Is that a good term? Stream lives? There's no. I I don't know what to call. I'm just gonna call them super chats on stream lives. See what's going on over there. Sure. All right. We got no note from Mark Dequesney. Dequesney. Mm. Dequesney. I don't know. There you go. Something like that. Cameron Herrick. Matt. When are you going to debate Holdice? Oh, that guy? I, he had an open invitation to come on my channel. And I also I said I'd it. go on his. And he refused. He said some bullshit excuses about how he doesn't understand the technological requirements, even though I said, all you have to do is show up in a Skype call. This is, I made a video about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's uh, tax plan and her 70% uh, tax bracket for the tippy top. This dude does a response video 
that is pretty unfair to me in my estimation. I said, all right, dude, whatever. Let's talk about it. Refuses. Refuses. Yeah, just wants. Do. Yeah. So uh, ask him would be my question. He has an open invitation to my channel and I would gladly go on his. He, uh, he refuses and he blames it on technological incompetence. That is his answer. He can't join a Skype call. People always puss out. That's where I will hand it to River Gibbs. Yeah, the he only showed up. That has ever actually showed up. To... Although he's shit on us after the fact, which pissed me off. But, but I, you know, he's like an adorable little fruit. So I'll let it pass. I will let gay men get away with so much more. <laughs> Do you remember else. how? If people don't remember, this is this like this this adorable little fruit who went after blonde. So we invited him on the show to debate, and it was it was fun. And I just sat there eating popcorn and drinking beer, listening to you guys. Yeah. And then and it was a pre-recorded interview slash debate that we did and then and everybody knew it was pre-recorded that was not it was not presented as though it was live yeah and then he goes live on his channel immediately after we had broadcast it and acts like he had just got finished the debate he wore the same clothes and everything (laughs) that's right and it was like dude we didn't we told people it was pre-recorded days ago is he still a thing is he still i don't know i had to mute him because he just wouldn't shut the hell up on twitter I, I so I was like, listen, dude, I don't want to, but you're being ridiculous. My entire mention feed is just 10 tweets of River Gibbs, yeah. you know, in sequence or something like and that. And that dinosaur lesbian also showed up, too. Uh, dinosaur le- who? Um, I always forget his name. David. His name? Shitrat. Oh, Shitrat. I, what was his spinosaurus old spinosaurus kid. Yeah. yeah. He showed right. up. He showed up. He did? Yeah. He did. I still, to this day, I don't like how we handled that. And that's. I don't like, um, no, I just don't like the format of like, uh, from that point forward, it's like, all right, I'm not going to do like multiple people against one person or against multiple people. But we had super moderators. Yeah, we did have memory there to moderate, but. Yeah. I just didn't like the way it was structured. Fuck that guy, I don't care. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his, but. Um, Neo Zeno, hey Matt, I sent you an email about the news ratings mobile app we're developing. Launched to Kickstarter today. Would love it if you took a look. If you sent it to the show email, then I probably disregarded it because it didn't say call in question. In the- <laughs> I'm sorry. So send it to Matt, whatever your email address is. Uh, yeah, it's linked in all my videos. Brianna Haleman, my um, movie theater I work at will be showing Unplanned next week. You guys. We'll have to fly to Pennsylvania. Love you guys. Also, A Quiet Place is badass. I hear you, Brianna. Thank you. I wish I had my sounders because that's fake news. Uh, Rainier Chen, open sourcing your code is a pretty selfless act if your product is not hugely profitable. And it'd be cool if Gab can partner with Minds to establish a bigger decentralized content sharing platform. Stay down. Hmm. Yeah, you wonder if there could be like some alliance of these alt tech platforms. Yeah. How could they cooperate in some way? And maybe they already do. I don't know. But there's potential. I mean, the more Facebook and YouTube piss people off, the, the more potential goes. And the innovation is awesome. I can't understate like how awesome Dissenter is and how creative some of the thinking going on over at some of these places is. I love Gap. It's, yeah. it's like the way the internet used to be. The wild You just West. need dumb celebrities on there to I respond know. to. That's it. Any dumb yeah. celebrities. And then every time there's a troll, people just get on them so hard. It's like one troll. That's all we can do. I need like a few hundred trolls. Hmm. Um, John Martin says, here's a free super chat from YouTube. Woot. Yeah, I hear they're like nice. Out these $2 super chats. For, I think it's for YouTube premium people. Oh, so nice. thanks for uh, throwing that our way. We appreciate it. 
uh, Jason Barsamian. Hey, Matt, I ordered mags after the Sunday show, and my ridiculously Good. big 33-rounder Glock mag came, and I'm very happy. Now the awesome. pistol roster needs to die. By the way, have you seen Forgotten Weapons in range TV? I've se- I'm subscribed to his channel, uh, but I, I don't know what that specific reference is about. I've only been watching his channel for like mm, two months, maybe. I don't know how I hadn't seen it previously, but yeah, I enjoy uh He did a really great video. He just reviews like historical or sometimes obscure firearms and he's a very dry dude like very matter of fact no jokes nothing like that but he did an april fool's day where his his weapon review was just like a huge rock with a handle on it and it was like a history of how french soldiers had used it to bludgeon people but it was all done like deadpan totally serious yeah so that was kind of interesting. Well, yeah. was he saying stuff that was true? Is that true? I don't. I did not vet the historical accuracy. I just appreciated the gag. Yeah, it was pretty um, funny. Mark DeKesney. Asylum seekers should be processed and released into Puerto Rico until their court date. No racist gringos. They speak the language and they can't disappear into the actual U.S. Win-win scenario. Hmm. Good for that. Jonathan Stoffel. I need Matt and I acronym to fit cheap chats. M-A-I-O-M-L? Ah, Matt and I. Oh, I see. Uh, Matt and I once made love. Is yeah. that the acronym? I, I'm not looking at it right now. Yes. We going with that? Yeah. All right. That took way too much brain processing power from my <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I'm so dumb. I don't know how I ended up in this job. The Stampede 89, although it probably won't happen, should Internet Bill of Rights be an amendment because laws clearly don't mean anything in Canada? I don't know. Internet Bill of Rights would be the ideal way to solve this, but I don't think it's going to happen. You wonder, I guess you could enforce that in U.S. and in the U.S. and to the extent that uh, most like tech giants are U.S. establishments. Maybe that would work. But what do you do if it's like, you know, let's say YouTube moved its headquarters to like some offshore stupid spot. Yeah. Can you enforce it still? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, we'll circle back for the rest. I, I share I share the general goals, even though I have my suspicions about having government con- try to control these things, and I have my suspicions about how to enforce it, whether you just push them offshore in some stupid way. But, um, but yeah, I, one way or another, I wish we could get these these tech giants to adopt basically Bill of Rights values. Yeah. How are we doing Streamlabs? Uh, just, just one over on Streamlabs. Regal Fregal says uh, for, he forgot to mention. Shout out to Mystic X for covering Gun of the Week last week in my absence. Rock on, guys. Ah, well, good. We got cooperation. Thanks for, uh, thanks for supporting, dude. Moving along with the calls. Let's see. Who did I leave off with? It was Toffee Talk, right? So Romanus is up next. Where is... Why can't I find people tonight? They're in alphabetical order, and I still can't find them. I don't see Romanus, so uh, if you're hanging out, Romanus, hop in one of the waiting rooms. Or no, it's probably the parentheses. That sorry, that's what it is. He has a parentheses around his name, which throws off the alphabetical order. My mistake. No, hey, your mind. good guys. How you doing? Doing all right. Well, it's been a quiet week in the news. The only thing that I saw that did put a smile on my face was that Tucker Carlson exceeded all of CNN primetime single-handedly. So that, I, uh, I saw it's because he got a haircut. Everybody loves it when he gets a haircut. He's so cute. Yeah, just just haircut. What did he do? He just like off. chopped his mop a little shorter, no, or did just a little a little trim? He does he it doesn't... about every eight weeks or so. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that was a that was a gladdening thing on what's been a pretty grim sort of month. And I mean, as you as you guys would know, there's varying degrees of black pilling, so it's nice to get little mercies when they come along. Um, which brings me to the question. Uh fancy a little rhetorical uh 
question regarding history. Yes. Sure. No? Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's up to you, man. Yeah. So, uh, hmm, answer this. Uh, what city? Which city had more water available for its citizens? Third century Rome AD or current day Bangalore? I presume third pick. century Rome. Pro probably. I assume that's the angle you're going with this. Yes. Um, I find it astonishing that, uh, you know, as a recipient of a, of aid in, I'd only, I only got a figure here for 2012, but India last received aid of this, the approximately $1.6 billion from, uh, the, the first world and the Western banks. And yet, uh, ancient Rome without, uh, you might say internal combustion, without motor vehicles, without pumps, etc., managed to, uh, give its citizens 300 million gallons of water a day or 1 million so, cubic meters in uh so where is all that money going is this audited is it vetted is there evaluation well, well, of well well i don't really know um i, I can't say i'm an expert on indian aid uh, sorry foreign aid, uh, aid recipients to india but i'm yeah. saying that more as an astonishment of the fact that people without this technology 17 centuries ago managed to um you know endow citizens with one million cubic meters of water a day, um, which is 126% of the current water supply of the city of Bangalore, which has 10 times Rome's population from that time. Yeah. Bangalore having a population of 10 million. So, uh, riddle me that one. Well, it's an IQ thing. I mean, some science has suggested that the average IQ of an ancient Roman was in the 130 to 140 range. And in, in present day yeah. India, it's around 85. How do they so, even evaluate well, 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 that? Well, it's difficult amongst, to evaluate. I mean, there's there's like not a lot of science to back this up. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely amongst the the elite in terms of you know the governance or the engineers. I mean, you got to think the the type of brain power it requires to build between 750 to 800 kilometers of aqueduct, and all that aqueduct has an average gradient of three and a half to four degrees without modern yeah. tools. That's amazing. Um, and as a slight note, because I'm sure I'm getting to the end of my time, um, sure. that. You know, if anyone who is blackpilled or has, um, you know, looks at the media and the modern day and pop culture and just cringes, which I'm sure we all do, uh, read history. It's amazing when you actually realize how gifted your ancestors were and the kind of things that they achieved despite their obstacles. It actually oh, yeah. you know, gladdens your heart a little bit. You know, yeah. I gave you that book recommendation last week, Blonde. I actually reordered that book because I, I um, lent it to someone who never gave it back. And mm. um, I started reading it again and you sort of start to realize, um, you know, this whole white hate thing is actually there's a real deep embedded self-hate with leftist nihilism and actually what Europe did by and large, despite its sins, which all civilizations have did do yeah. great things and your caller should take heart in that. Yeah, that's true. And then I see a lot of people that um, are anti-natalists now because they're like, well, the world is so bad. I'm like, people had babies during the great depression. Get over yeah, it. exactly. Get over it. And, and, and speaking of antinatalism, I mean, if you uh, look at either the end days of Rome or the end days of the East Empire, Byzantium, like against the Turks in the 1400s, both civilizations descended into this insane antinatalistic, anti-life mindset. Um, yeah, it is yeah. not of any civilization. Yep, because people chose hedonism, which Absolutely. is, you know, an easier lifestyle than having kids. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, guys, and bless all the best. Sure. Bye. -bye. Have a good one. Catch you. Nov Novik. I'm going to go with Novik is the name up next. But I don't see you in the waiting room, so hop in the waiting room, Novik, if you can hear me, and I'll, I'll try to circle back to you. 
Weasel Words is up next. Weasel Words, you're good to go if you can get that mic unmuted. Hey. What's on hey. your mind? Uh oh. Can you hear us? Turn off your stream. Um, can you hear me now? Yep, loud and clear. There we go. Okay. Hey, um, good morning. Good <laughs> so morning. morning. Is it are you talking like a early AM Europe it's time or something? Quarter to three. Yeah, we just moved to summertime over the weekend. So uh, Ah. Yeah. So I gave you a couple of uh choices of topics. A Brexit update. Kingdom mm. of Brunei or the Q Rebel? Uh, I'm going to go with Brexit update. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay, so it's got even crazier over here. If you didn't think it could uh, could go that way, um, the PM has gone rogue and uh, is ignoring all the advice of her party, and mm. is now seeking to try and get this bill through Parliament that was rejected by it three times now um, by walking across the aisle and trying to get the opposition leader and his party to support it and push it through. Hmm. So there's big questions. So then basically everybody them. hates it. Is that, I, I haven't followed this closely, but I, I've followed enough to know that the proposals that are being brought forth are failing. Will yeah, the people so, be damned? Yeah, exactly. That That's it. So, so, just to give you a really quick synopsis, you've got your standard party line between the um, Labour Party and the Conservative Party. Mm -hmm. uh, Labour Party is being run by a Marxist at the moment. Is that Corbyn uh, or somebody else? That's Corbyn, yeah. Okay. And um, May is running the Conservative Party. But mm -hmm. both parties are split right down the middle those for brexit and those against brexit really i didn't know that so, i just assumed it was like all the conservatives in unison against it or you know nope, wanting to nope. brexit no the biggest problem is that parliament is filled with remainers all right mm. uh whereas the country uh, predominantly is brexit brexit gotcha so we're, we're running out of time but can you give us your prediction of how this is going to unfold i know there's a deadline coming up in a couple of weeks right We've got a deadline on the 12th of April. If okay. nothing is decided by Parliament by then, uh, we will either drop out without a deal. And, and what is um, that? What will that mean? What What happens if you drop out of the uh, the EU without a deal? Well, what, how I think that will play out is that we'll drop out without a deal, and then the EU will come to the table and say, "No, you, we need a deal," uh, and we can treat so them they... like any trading partner but the eu just oh. does not want us to leave and they want to use britain and set an example to the rest of the countries uh that we will they'll make it uh really hard for anybody to leave the eu well what does that um, mean does that mean like at gunpoint or or i mean can't you just tell uh, them uh, go away or yeah. is there well we can't do away. that without a par <laughs> we can't do that without a parliament that agrees to those conditions I see. and they're, okay. they're predominantly remainers. Yeah. So, so yeah. there's the issue. Yeah. The, All that's right. the issue. Okay. Anyway. Well, keep us updated and uh, good luck. And thanks for staying Thank on play. You. Bye. That whole situation is so complex. It's like every video I see <laughs> every so often about it. I'm like, ah, I just don't have the brain power to dive in to understand why this is such a thing. I don't know. It's not or why this complex. is so complex. Well, just the complexity of like, listen, everybody voted for this and you people can't get it done. Yeah.
what, what what's the point of the vote at all at that point it seems well but, i mean that argument could be used in america too we didn't vote this immigration system yeah fair enough let's see who's up next uh who's up uh, i lost my place now i need the keyboard cat song that was weasel words uh let me circle back to novik do you think rihanna's hot no weird looking but her eyes are so far apart i don't just get but her. she looks like an alien a hot alien. Wait, are we talking about beat up Rihanna or normal Rihanna? I mean, either. <laughs> okay. Now, Vic, you're good to go if you're ready. Well, hello there. What's hey. on your mind? I've, uh, I've decided to take a positive spin on accelerationism. Okay. And I'm working, <laughs> Let's hear it. I'm working to automate away low-income jobs. Okay. That's your uh, that's your method of accelerationism is audit is uh, automating away the the entry wanna, level jobs. Yeah, I want to force the issue of universal basic income or you know positive income tax as a means to destroy society and start over. More more of a a post scarcity economy. Okay. Is what you're Just looking my for. my two cents. How, so yeah. explain this explain it theoretically to me how how would this happen uh theoretically with the uh, uh automation in machines you don't need the fancy robot arm most mm -hmm. uh cnc lathes and mills can be uh set up to run overnight and you okay. can uh deposit the uh finished parts into bagging machines packers and did you see the video of uh Boston Dynamics, they've got a uh, box moving robots. Oh, that they... that's a game. I, I've not seen this. That'll be interesting. Yeah, so bring on the robot revolution. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see if it happens. I, you know, as, as the push for minimum wage and stuff uh, continues and the automation technology and like the fast food industry mm -hmm. and elsewhere, this stuff becomes more and That's, more. Of the a minimum reality. wage thing is so dumb. It's like people have no capability of innovating so they can reduce their labor force. It's like, yeah. this is obviously what's going to happen. Retard. Hmm. Any final thoughts from you before we let you go? No, sir. Y'all have a good night. You too. All right. You as well. Did you see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez at the airport about the croissants? Yeah. <laughs> you're at an airport, bitch. What are you doing? Well, that, I mean, you're, it's so weird that they think, um, Roaming Millennial had a great tweet that summarized this, but they think like the value that the market assigns to your labor, you know, in that case, the labor of making the croissant, which of course is easily replaceable, not super high skill, therefore low value labor. They assign that like a moral value. They think that it's a measure of your worth as a human. Yeah. It's like, that. it's just a measure of the value of the labor that it took to make the croissant, yeah. which is not very high, but that doesn't Actually, mean that the croissants are labor intensive. Okay. So maybe it's a little bit more than like a muffin. I don't know. But, but the point is the person who made it is not inherently a piece of crap or something like that. Right. It's just that the right. thing that they're doing is a skill that is easily replaced or replicated whatever <laughs> why am i trying to rationalize this nonsense moving on um commissar ferrari's up next every time she tweets aoc tweets there's somebody in the replies like for the love of god please read this and it's just thomas Sowell's uh what is it basic economics or yeah. whatever yeah 
Uh, maybe someday. Mr. Ferrari. Go for it. Hey. Give me a second. Let me just... I was cleaning my rifle. Sorry. Uh, ooh. Well, I, I don't know if you're in uh, California or not. I, was, I figured maybe you have a fresh, uh, a fresh set Brazil, of magazines to go with care. that firearm. And in Brazil, ah. the, the rifle is older than all of us three combined. I'm what kind of rifle you got? Winchester 80, 1887. Oh, cool. Nice. Okay, anyways, uh, two topics that I, that I can discuss. Uh, how, history, how history classes in our schools brainwashed the, um, the children or as how an American Civil War would play out and how Maine would die and the, the effects of it. How Maine would die? How many. Sorry. Oh, how many? Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you meant the state. Like Maine is uniquely <laughs> screwed. Oh, that's really specific. Um, uh, well, both of those are right up your alley, blonde. Uh, between Let's do Civil the War or first one. child indoctrination, yeah. Okay. Um, the the basic case that I understand from the United States is um, a lot of a lot of leftists got into into schools. They became teachers. They became history teachers. They they started changing the narrative lower. And mm -hmm. for some reason, one of their favorite favorite fucking presidents is frankly the, the Roosevelt, one of the worst presidents, mm -hmm. worst people that ever lived in the United States. I'm gonna be honest here. Hmm. Who interned he the Japanese? Everybody forgets about that. He turned the Japanese. He destroyed the economy once, and if it wasn't the war, the economy would be dead into like forty sits. It's those kinds of things that don't, don't make any sense, but they talk about it all the time. They say, oh, oh friendly Delano Roosevelt led us to, to, the great, to the Second Great War, but at the same time, he destroyed the economy once. He interned Japanese. He tried to intern the Germans and the Italians, but you can't really intern a bunch of white people. If there's a I know, because you're like, who are you? And they're like, we're ethnically the same as most of your people, so figure it out. <laughs> Good luck. And, and another example of a shitty president pe that people painted to do it is Woodrow Wilson. Um, he led us to the, to, the to the First World War, but he basically caused every bullshit that happened, that ha that happened in, in the century. For example, he was the, the one that started the problems with, with the Japanese in 1914 because he didn't re recognize them as and the, the world scale. And he right, also, right. And he created the Federal Reserve System, too. He created the Federal Reserve System. We got to give you the boot, but do you have any final thoughts? Yes. Uh, American school sucks. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I know, fellas. See y'all. Thanks. <laughs> uh, okay. Who's up next? Der. What is this? I can't, I can't read it because it's in one of those special thoughts. And that screws up the order of people, too. Is it uh, Der Daddy? But I can't. <sighs> Dur Daddy, if you're if you're able to listen, I don't see you in one of the waiting rooms, so hop in there. It might be related to the fancy font that you have, which I think screws up the uh, the alphabetical order. So I'll have to try to circle back. Uh, who's up next? Sirius Sydney's up after that. I don't know how people do that in Discord. You ever seen that weird font that they have that looks like it's... I'm never in Discord. I open it up uh, right before the show, and that's it. I never use it. Serious Sydney, you're good to go if you're ready. Sydney? Okay, guys. There you go. Hey. Hang on. Let me mute. Better? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Um, well, it's, it's happened. The Australian government have passed the bill 
criminalizing live streaming of terrorist acts. What does that even mean? Yeah, like, so they're just going to tack it on to the person who's committing the terrorist attack? Um, no, they're outlawing it. Um, the the bill includes terrorism, murder, attempted murder, torture, rape, or kidnapping. Yeah. So, any but the, live... ad, the added crime is if you do what Christchurch guy did and and stream it while you're doing it. Well, it's not so much the perpetrator. Oh, it could be bill, anybody. This bill's mainly going for the um, the service providers. Oh, what? Facebook. Well, what are they supposed to do? The yeah come on you have to eliminate live streaming then yeah well it it's it's being presented i mean now this is this is legislation that like three weeks to to come you know so there's been no discussion no committees no you know no consultation really with the industry and um yeah, apparently it's going through the Joint Committee of Intelligence and Security. That is, it, they, <laughs> they're opening up a whole can of worms if you're going to hold. In this case, he he streamed to what was it Facebook or where did he stream? Yeah, he did Facebook. So if you're going to hold Facebook accountable for what Christchurch guy did, you are opening yeah. up an, a crazy can of worms. The logical conclusion in that case would be literally every stream feed that is coming to that service or that provider or that host would have to be live moderated. There'd have to be a delay on it TV style yeah. with a person watching it. Yep. Yeah. That that will handicap streaming. That makes streaming yeah. basically impossible. Well, the the media here are concerned that it's also got to encapsulate them. So when they have an incident, like we had... Um, oh, yeah, if they're just live broadcasting from somewhere? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, had, we had a terrorist uh, attack a couple of years ago, and um, the, the media were outside filming. They were there for like 24 hours. Hmm. And they're wondering. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing about it is that we're just about to go into a general election, so that's why they're rushing it through. Today's the last sitting day for the government. Yeah. And if, when, well, both parties are going to support it and there won't be a review. So once they pass it, it goes into law. Hmm. And then there's going to be no review about it, no matter what government comes in after the elections. Hmm. But uh, the, the interesting thing that when I read the details is that, well, if they're going to outlaw it on the web, so they're saying the service providers, mm-hmm. you know, you've got to get it off straight away. But you know when we've seen these incidents captured by Joe Public on his yeah. iPhone, is that going to be submissible then in a court of law if the act uh, yeah, is a criminal offence? Is it, yeah, is it a crime to record it or just, like, publish it? That would yeah. be the well, question. But, yeah, yeah but, well, thing, that's right. I mean, how's the recorded law going? Oh, well, yeah, we've got um, you know, a phone footage of this incident happening. Yeah. And, um, well, hang on, man, we can't show that and it's, on, the, on the internet. Right, the bummer, can... the bummer is, yeah, in this case, in this particular case, the broadcast of a crime what i mean for people who don't necessarily want to see it it's horrific you know it is horrific footage objectively but the other side of it is it's also evidence 
Yeah. You know, I mean, any given crime, it could be someone like you're talking about who's a bystander who's like, whoa, there's some weird stuff going on here. Think of all the, the Antifa crimes and stuff that we've yeah. seen. How much of that was just captured incidentally on live streams? And lo and behold, it's evidence for police later. Yeah. Well, Rodney so, King, for example. Yeah. Like, I, I'd be inclined to side more with the benefits. I understand that there are some graphic scenes that people will see inadvertently. But the benefit of having people recording crime stuff is is huge. And I mean, that's the, the difference yeah. between convictions and not in a lot of cases. We had a rep, so. Yeah, well, sorry. And the other thing. Final well, thought from me if you want it. What about um, also, you know, when our armed forces are wearing body cams? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the police too. Yeah, what do you do about that? Yeah. How's yeah? How's that going to be dealt with in the courts? We'll have to find out. You'll have to keep us updated. Thanks, I, thanks I for the thoughts. I certainly will. Like today, today is the last day, so they're voting on it. Sure. Now. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. This is uh, this is going to be this is going to have huge implications for yeah. the internet in general, and and so well, keep us updated if G- there are more. They're taking it to G twenty. They're trying to make it oh, global. God. All right. Well, thanks, man. Um, listen. Final word. Well, we got we got to we got to let you go. We've gone too too long with this one already, but I do oh, appreciate okay. it. Thanks a lot. No worries. Talk to you later. Laying down the hammer. I know. I got to be sometimes. But, uh, but let's catch up on uh, Streamlabs and Super Chat before we hop into the last segment of calls. Uh, Andel says, have you guys been paying attention to the white privilege or my white privilege hashtag? My white privilege was working from the time I was 13 in a foreign service officer job only to be prevented from applying in the end because applications were closed to white males. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Gluer says, Mustache Asian here, probably not going to make it tonight. Celebrating the ruling on the 10 rounds, on the 10 round mag ban uh, with a range trip soon. Fantastic. Though Attorney General Becerra is going to fight it, citing, quote, irreparable damage, end quote, done to California by importing high capacity magazines. I don't know. You haven't had legal high capacity magazines in California for a long time. And the crime rate. Uh, well, I don't know. Actually, um, as, as far as I understand, the data show that there's no correlation between the ban and a difference in crime rates. But I don't want to get myself in trouble by saying something factually inaccurate. Let, let's put it this way. In our states, Idaho and Montana, a lot of high-capacity mags. Not yeah. a lot of crime. Uh, imagine that. I just don't think they're related. I anyway, wonder why. Yeah. And, uh, What's your demographic m- situation over there? So. Entirely unrelated, you know, see? <laughs> Andel says, related to my last comment, have you guys been paying attention to that hashtag? I've not. I've not seen it. I guess I, if, I've seen it a little bit. Yeah. I guess if I had not been a horrible white male, I would have thrown a tantrum instead of uh, being productive. At any rate, really thought your last video was great for both of you. Well, thanks for tuning in. Last one, Phil says, I recently heard that the U.S. military is now fifty-one percent or so made up of paper Americans. Any thoughts on how that affects them taking guns from uh, heritage Americans? when the time comes i we'll i have that. to explain to me what the terms mean actually i have to admit ignorance on what those terms actually uh, mean. immigrants versus just born. immigrants versus uh, u.s born citizens yeah that's a really high percentage um yeah so you're saying what if the if the majority is high percentage immigration uh, immigrants what would the implication be for disarming americans if the time ever came i would not imagine that it's better no, of course not. Um, but, but I still think they would resist it. I, I would think so. I mean, at the end of the day, you are sworn to uh, to uphold the Constitution of the United States. I would hope that that oath is is preserved. Uh, Tori D says, oh, were you done? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. 
Uh, swiggity, swooty, San Fran pirate is coming for your booty. Okay. Oh, that, yeah, that, sorry, I checked out. Yes, that okay. pirate. He's still on the loose. That pirate is still on the loose. I, I, well, I haven't Googled for a couple hours, but I'll, you read one more and I'll see if there's an update. Jim Keats, Joe question, why does Matt wear more makeup than blonde? Oh, wait, because he needs it. Love the show. Please keep it up. He only what? wears lipstick and a little bit of rouge. That's all. <laughs> uh, the but least- I don't shave. I put on makeup, but I don't shave. <laughs> At least in the thing. Do you think that Dems yeah. will take AOC out of the next primary? Also, when is Gab getting an app? They've tried, and they keep getting kicked out of the app store, so I don't know. Uh, I, I, I hope not. I mean... She can they is. like can they distribute their own app or is it just that the phone the actual the actual operating systems won't the uh, operating run them? systems won't allow them? Okay. God, that's such I a think. dangerous uh, precedent. Um, as far as AOC, uh, I mean, she's my favorite national embarrassment. So for selfish purposes, <laughs> I hope she stays in politics forever. Uh, Doesn't look like any meaningful update on Pirate Man, so he's still on the loose. Why, why I uh, haven't heard anything about this? It's so crazy. Um, Matthew Rowley, enjoy my free two dollars. We will. Thank you, John T. No note. John Martin, funny that you read the free super chat. So here's some of my money to support you, money grabbers. As always, you guys rock. And your individual videos have been amazing as well. Thank you, Mr. John. Martin. Well, thank you. Very kind. Uh, they're saying Gab has an app in the live chat. It does. There's got to be some way to get it to to work, but I don't know because I don't. I only use basically Dissenter on my desktop. Not necessarily on my phone. Um, Thorin Parps for a fascinating parallel to the moral and political decline of the West. Check out Dan Carlin's. Death Throes of the Republic podcast. I love Dan Carlin. Uh, seeing the similarities between Trump and Caesar is pretty epic. Hmm. Uh, Joel Dykeman, Blonde, what do you think Rihanna said to incite the Chris Brown beatdown? Not justifying <laughs> it, obviously. I'm just saying it must have been out there. Um, I heard that she gave him genital herpes. That's what caused it? I've heard that. I mean, from hmm. a totally not an inside so i heard that from like tmz or some shit rihanna uh, gave chris brown herpes sorry keep going i'm gonna i'm gonna read about this ma'am is aoc retarded i feel like she's some kind of make some type of make a wish granted individual in all seriousness seriousness my pet rock has more brains and blonde she's not hot more like a hot mess i don't know what to say i it's like one of my guilty pleasures like i know she's really dumb and she's kind of weird looking but i've always just i've just loved rihanna love rihanna Early rumors said Rihanna gave Brown herpes from Jay-Z. I know wow. she banged Jay-Z. That's true. Huh. This was like the pre-Beyonce days or was there infidelity? I'm pretty sure there was infidelity. Huh. Guess I got to catch up on my uh, celebrity gossip. Eh, who cares? Uh, Miles Kinsler. Hey, guys. Uh, has AOC been parodied on SNL yet? So much comedy gold, if not somewhere in the world, Sarah Palin is pissed. You know she hasn't. Actually, I'm not entirely I think sure. she did. I think, well, I think they did have a character as her, but... I don't watch SNL, so I didn't want to, and I didn't want to click the YouTube video because I don't care. But I did see an SNL AOC character. I'm not sure if what the nature of the character was. Let's see. Keep going, and I'll I'll check it out. Um, Reality Lapser, have you heard New Zealand will stop make uh, will stop using Crusaders as a team mascot because it's hurtful towards muzzies? Ugh. how can a whole society be so caught up in the sanctimonious Olympics? Just put on mm-hmm. the burka now. That is depressing. It looks like they did a whole Women of Congress uh, segment a few, like back in February, and AOC actually tweeted it out, like saying that she loved it. So I imagine it probably wasn't ripping her that bad. Yeah. 
Um, Jack DDSN, Abraham Lincoln was a tyrant. You can't change my mind. I won't try to. Uh, Austin Olson, can't watch tonight because I'm in Vegas for a week. Had to escape the cold tundra of Minnesota with the woman. Have fun. Congratulations. Enjoy the vacation. Enjoy it, uh, Jared Tang. My dad saw the California Magazine ruling in the paper, instantly complained about the NRA, NRA who compromises so much and it's never good enough. He and my mom love mainstream media i can I, I can never talk about politics who actually brought the suit i don't think the nra was involved in that suit at all were they or am i mistaken unrelated he's always complaining about the nra are they wait are the parents disappointed in the nra or that they're not doing enough or are they mad no, that I the nra is just, it sounds like they're this, this is boomer talk gotcha yeah i think so okay I can never talk politics with them. It drives me crazy. Yeah, ah, I understand. Because they view the NRA as a boogeyman, even though as far as I understand, I don't think the NRA was involved in this case, but maybe not. Uh, Let me take a look. Day to loose, day Dallas, uh, 61. Did you guys hear about the Chinese spy that made it past the Secret Service but got caught by the receptionist? Private industry wins once again, have some positive income taxing freeloaders. No. Did you hear about that? Uh, I had not, and I will clarify, on the NRA's website, they say the NRA-supported case had already been up in the U.S. Court of Appeals. So the NRA had some involvement, but I don't think they actually brought the suit. Anyway, uh, one more time, remind me. Did you hear about the Chinese spy that made it past the Secret Service but got caught by a receptionist? Oh, yeah, I did hear a little bit on the news. Yeah, she was at Mar-a-Lago, like walking around saying that she was going to the pool until Secret Service was like, uh, no. And she got detained or something like that. Wow. She's an alleged Chinese spy, although I don't know that's, that's confirmed yet. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Uh, we'll circle back. And Trump wasn't there at the time, but uh, Melania was. Trump was golfing, apparently. So anyway, uh, last segment of calls will go till the bottom of the hour. Dell the Redneck is, uh, is up first. See what uh, the mod update is. Hey, Dell. Hey, how y'all doing? We are all right. Sorry, Maud's not here. He, he, she and Zeke are out of town right now. Zeke had some kind of a swashbuckle extreme roller derby thing he had to go to. I don't know. He's, oh, no. I hope it wasn't in San Francisco. <laughs> still pre out that way, actually, I think. He oh, no. Upset, still upset about that biologically female penis thing, too. I just, I, I did, think, he bring, did he bring a sword with him? I think I, I, I was just getting ready to say I hope he didn't take his machete with him uh, this time. Have you heard something? Is he a fan of uh, piracy or pirate well, costumes? It's a, that's what this roller derby theme was, was this swashbuckling was, roller derby extreme. It, it was pirate night or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I heard a story. Or, I don't know. Is he, he's not back home yet, though? No, no, no. They're still okay. out there. Well, uh, make sure he uses an app to avoid police cars on the way home. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Avoid them Ubers. And also, uh, uh, he must be a fast runner, it sounds like. Is he a gifted athlete? <laughs> No, he he can run pretty good. Just ask the law around here. Yeah, okay. Uh, Running faster they, than your average San Franciscan might not be a feat, that, though. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know if that's going to be a, that hard a thing to do. Yeah. Uh, all them drug needles. Uh, anyway, after... Um, <laughs> it's more of an obstacle course than anything. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I heard today that after getting uh, only 51 of the 60 required votes, uh, Mitch McConnell, the majority leader, passed the nuclear option, right? And uh, apparently he cleared the entire Senate floor. And now, as a result, the Senate cafeteria is going to NASA. Discontinue burrito Wednesdays. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have rim shot for you. It's the There you go. All right. Oh, speaking of food news, by the way, there's this, uh, apparently, uh, this woman out in California, according to police, gave birth to a healthy baby boy at a McDonald's. Wow. So, yeah, as they were carrying her out to the ambulance, apparently she was overheard to saying, that's the last time I asked for extra special sauce. But it's... <laughs> 
Bill. All right, last thing. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I got more. one last thing here. One more, uh, one more. I was. This is a true story. I was driving my tractor today, uh, and I saw this truck. I don't know if you have these out there, but they have these uh, lawn trucks or whatever, and they have a big old tank of water on the back that's all mm-hmm. colored blue, and they don't want you drinking this water. And yeah. to make sure you don't drink it, they put across the side of the truck in big letters, non-potable. Uh, this doesn't make sense to me. I don't think it's going to work because, listen, the person that's going to jump on the back of a big greasy truck and take a drink of blue water is not the same person that's going to know what the word potable means. <laughs> All right. That's true. They need to rethink. All right. Anyway, y'all have a good night. All right. Use all. Take care. Okay. Uh, Layman Russ. Let's see if Layman's still around. Said he needed to get out of here, but Layman, you're good to go <laughs> if you're ready. What's Hello? on your mind? Go for it. Uh, Lehman Russ? Yep, yep. You're good to go. Oh, okay. Sorry, man. I was right in the middle of the chat. Uh, yeah, no, it uh, happened. We Trust okay. me, we've had some awkward uh, entries. Some uh, I will not name names, but we've had some awkward entrances. Yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to uh, uh, make a couple points here. Uh, first, I'm going to address uh, to Blonde. Um, I, I, I really like your, your channel, uh, but I've been getting a little bit pissed off at you because I'm, mm. I don't don't like the, ex- the what? I lost him. He's cut now. And uh, I, I think. Hold on, we, hold on. We lost we... you for like ten seconds. Can you back up? Oh yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Uh, well, where, I, you where, cut where, out where, for yeah. me when you said, you, "I'm pissed off at you because basically." Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, well, it's not anything like you know fucking real important. It's just your idea of accelerationism and all the kind of like, oh, woe is us. You know, our country's fucking dying. All this stuff. There's plenty to fight for. We got it. We got to just get our asses in gear and fucking fight and fight and fight and fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But if we don't have accurate measures taken to prevent the same thing from happening again, from women taking power, from immigration destroying the country, then what's the point? This will just happen again. Just tell them to sit sit down and shut the fuck up. Oh, that totally works. Yeah. I'm just saying (laughs) men are going to have to get this genie back in the bottle and good fucking luck. Well, uh, right now I'm working with the, the gun owners of America. I'm working with uh, one of their guys uh, to draft a proposal uh, to my state legislature um, that would basically outlaw the enforcement of all federal gun control in my state. I live in Indiana. Yeah. and We've got I'm that in directly, Montana. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we're trying to do that same shit and, and to uh, uh, criminalize any kind of uh, federal agent or state agent from enforcing federal gun laws. I don't know if we have that, but unfortunately the feds don't care. You know, the, like we've yeah. had this law for like 10 years and the feds are like, eh, screw you. We're still going to do it. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know how many ATF agents are hanging out around here. I've not seen them, but they're around, I guess. Well, if, if they're listening, go screw yourselves, guys. You get a different job. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so, yeah. hey, uh, but uh, but in all seriousness, though, I, I do think there's a whole lot to fight for. We got such a great place in, in the United States. I really think that you maybe. I don't want to. I don't want to say that you're wrong because you're probably way more right than me. But I really do think we got it. We got to. We got to keep at it because all this stuff is just demoralizing, and it's and, you know it's hard to listen to. I know. No, I understand. Stuff, I mean, but... uh, people should remain positive for as long as possible. But you know, I, I I can't deny that I really feel like this is not worth fighting for as it is. You know, like we're gonna have to resurrect some principled thinking and I, when i look around i'm like i don't even know if we have the stomach for this as a nation anymore i think it's going well, to have maybe. to become something new it's not going to be salvaging what we were it's going to be creating something in the image of what we want to be and that's what we need to focus yeah. on now 
Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Uh, that's what I, that's that's what I was trying to say. You pretty much just that's why you have a lot of an audience, and I'm just some dude. Um, well, no, dude, no, I, no. I mean, don't tell yourself short. It sounds working with the GOA to get this stuff like this done is awesome. It's awesome. There's not a lot of people who are willing to put their time to making legitimate legislative change and standing up for stuff they yeah. believe in. So that's really cool that's to hear. Cool. And uh, send my regards to whoever your GOA people in India. It was Indiana, right? You said. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. working with uh, Mr. Stein from the GOA. I, well, I don't want to give us you know, th make sure that they're thanked for what they're doing because when it when it comes down to it, they're the ones who are actually sticking up for gun rights as opposed to other organizations who yeah. may not yeah. be named. Yep. Uh, yeah. And thank you for doing what you're doing. Yeah. Thanks oh, so no, much. no, no. You, you guys are, you guys are 100% more effective and everything. I, I, no, little, man. Little it, it's, it's not a contest. Everybody's got their thing that they can do, you know? Yep. Well, yeah. I, and, and I didn't mean to come in so firing hot. I was, don't oh, apologize actually. to blonde. Don't. <laughs> I'm a bitch. I, I, I'll, I'll, Ask I'll, blonde. I'll women need to be knocked down a peg. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, my wife and I were planning on having like five kids. So get Good on. There you go. There's something you guys can agree on. <laughs> Things are gone. I'll Thanks, man. Myself. Thank yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> have a good night. All right. Uh, Rush the Zeppelin is up next. Rush, what's on your mind? Hey, how's it going? I don't know if y'all remember me being on uh, the other week talking about Thomas Aquinas. Uh, did y'all by chance get my email on that? I Which inbox did you send did. it to? Yeah, I think you sent it to show inbox. Okay. Yep. I vaguely remember reading it, yes. Cool, cool, good deal. I wanted to add another thing to your uh, list in terms of that as well. Uh, something I got told about recently. So I don't know too much about it yet, but uh, look up the Baltimore Catechism. It was apparently the American Catechism before Vatican II came about. So kind of old school traditional catechism. Hmm. Okay. Um, I am linking it right now. Okay. Cool. Good deal. Yeah. I also wanted to add as well, uh, saw unplanned actually at the pre-screening at Austin, Abby's husband was there. He's an awesome freaking guy, by the mm. way. Um, but another thing to kind of add to, uh, unplanned itself, look up Abby Johnson speaks about contraception, Uh really good kind of addendum to, uh, that, that she did. Um, I think, uh, what was it back in December last year? So, uh, that's another okay. thing. Okay. What? Uh, how would you rate the movie overall? You like it? Uh, excellent. Yeah. N not gonna lie, I don't think I've ever cried that much in my life. Uh, oh, wow. It was pretty freaking hard to watch, but hmm. it ends on a positive note. So. All right. Yeah, I mean, um, she's definitely doing the right thing. She had two abortions. Yeah. Did she? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. She and that was like prior to working at Planned Parenthood or during. I'm not entirely sure. One huh. during, one before. The one before was pretty horrible. Or wait, no, the one during was the one where she took the uh, the abortion pill, and that was like horrid. Oh, I really? did not know it was that bad. Yeah, you get really sick. I've heard. Uh, it was more than that. At least the depiction in the movie was pretty hmm. freaking and straight up gruesome. That's all I can oh, say. Oh wow! So. Okay. All right. um, I was going to say, before I leave, though, um, what do you think are the chances on... I'm about to move out to Colorado from Texas, mm -hmm. actually. What do you think are the chances of uh, the precedent in California spreading to Colorado with their magazine ban? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the how the, how the uh, case is going to play out in the federal courts uh, in California. 
I assume if they were to win, then this would apply nationwide, but I, I don't know. I don't There's, know. um, I was watching uh, the Gun Collective's legal brief on it today, and the guy who hosts it made some predictions about how this would develop legally at the end, which might be a good resource to check out. Do you um, think it's actually going to the Supreme, or...? I don't know. That'd be sweet. I'd like to see the Supreme Court make some more, have some more gun cases appear before them, because you're probably in position to get some good decisions out of them. I would think. Yeah. Or maybe you have a, maybe you have some precedent that will actually uh, twist some arms in these states that have decided that the Second Amendment is toilet paper rather than constitutional, constitutionally meaningful. You know. Yep. All right. Uh, well, I hope the best for for Colorado because Colorado seems like it's going weird in a lot of different ways lately. Yeah. Yeah, so. there's a lot of things that are attracting me there, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, sure. All right. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, man. Take it easy. Yeah. Right. Judski's up next. I'm trying to get through. Keep me on the clock here because I'll try to get as many callers in the last uh, 10 or so minutes before we finish up as oh, I can. Appreciate mobile. it. Appreciate everyone's patience. Judski, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. Awesome. Um, quick question for you. Do were you? Uh, I had sent you the link about uh, Andy Noe's work in Portland. Were yeah. you planning on doing a video on that or blonde? Because uh, I, I want to ask. Doing a video on what? Andy No uh, put together this. Uh, I've not even been able to read the piece in detail yet, but he put together basically a summary in the New York Post of all the claims of of LGBT victimization in Portland huh. that are dubious, if not outright false. But may, if you if you've read it in detail, you might be able to to summarize it better than I can. Yeah, well, um, basically, it's a bunch of, and I sent this in the email too, it's like Salem witch trials type stuff is going on. There's yeah. no actual sort of like legal prosecution yet, yet being the operative word. Um, and I was just wondering if, you know, if you had any thoughts on, is this going to reach a tipping point like those did, like um, the demonic occult, did and reefer madness you know are we going to hit that point or go blonde's way which is my thought here is that this is just going to keep spiraling out of control like do you think i, there's I mean i i thought that we were at apex insanity on multiple occasions and so now i'm just like i can't i can't predict this i think it's just going to go indefinitely yeah these are people that are willing to go down with their philosophy yeah and unfortunately like this piece fits in in other um other restrictions of liberty generally. It's like I've been saying several times over the last few weeks. It always follows that trajectory of, you know, you keep you keep pushing, you keep restricting, you keep infringing on liberty, massive correction. And then, you know, over time, more and more restrictions, massive correction. It's never, unfortunately, those in power never say, hey, you know what? Maybe we should let our people be more free. Maybe we've been doing it wrong. It's never the way it works. Yep. Uh, maybe we should return rights to our people instead of infringing upon them. Never the way it works. So, Unfortunately, I'm not optimistic about those types of things, but until the day comes where there's actual like armed conflict or something, I, I, you try to maintain hope that that's the way things will be resolved. Yep. Okay. Do you have any final thoughts? All right. Well, um, not really. Just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thanks, man. Bye. Uh, let's see. Dangerous Spaces is up next. See if you can hear him this time. Dangerous Spaces, you're good to go if you're ready. Good? Yeah, hey. go for it. Oh, maybe you not. Me? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear us? Yeah, there you go. Sorry, you cut out a little bit. Go for it. Yeah. 
I'm on my phone, so can Blonde hear me this week? Yeah, I can. But maybe, oh, so she can hear you, but it sounds like he can't. Oh, for fuck's sake. She hears you fine, but if I'm gathering contextually, you can't hear her. No, I can hear you guys fine. I'm just on my phone, oh. so it's a bit oh, okay. spotty. <laughs> oh. What's up? Um, I just thought I'd, I'd do something a little bit different this week. Firstly, Blonde, I'm still up for answering questions if you have any about faith. Okay. So, um, do you have any? I, yeah. Do you have some leftover to give me? I was going to say you can maybe maybe just email me back if if you want to. Because okay. I was going to say this week. Good luck. This week, just what kidding. I was thinking was um, I wanted to talk about how the left uh likes to talk about compassion. But the problem is they think of the short-term idea of it and not the long-term consequences. And they think of, they seem to think compassion is a short-term thing. Mm -hmm. But for example, the compassion of letting anyone over the border, well, that has the consequence of, you know, people smugglers and, you know, uh, coyotes and things like that. And I was just wondering what you guys thought of that. Well, I think that you're being generous. I don't think that the left actually cares about compassion. I think that they care about the appearance of compassion because it doesn't take a lot of brain power to be like, oh, this is going to cause problems because it's already causing problems. So everybody's just thinking about how it's going to benefit their own self image. I don't yeah. actually think, I used to think that, that this was rooted in actual compassion, but I just don't think that. Much. I think there might be some remnants of that. I think the people who are genuinely motivated by what they think is compassionate are, are sometimes confused too. Because it's it, the nature of what oh, is. Oh, you're so confused. I guess what's compassionate and what's actually good for another person can be two separate things. Like as I grow older, to me, the most compassionate person you can do for a person is to set them free. Yeah. You know, to try to to try to be everybody's parent and take care of everybody. I understand you think that that's the good thing to do for that person, but to the extent the person's capable of taking care of himself or herself, mm -hmm. freedom is the most compassionate thing to give them, not not this paternalism yeah. nonsense. Yep. Well, the, the other problem is compassion of, uh, I think confusing compassion with doing something that makes you feel good is a, a big problem because yeah. you know, it's not compassionate to give someone that's hooked on drugs money to keep buying drugs. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah oh, they're going to do something bad to get the money. Yeah, but they're still going to go you know, by drug, they're still going to be hooked on some horrific substance, for yeah. example. So how is it compassionate to give them money rather yeah. than essentially force them into a position where they yeah. kind of have to, you know. And, and to the point you were talking about, Blonde, too, like is that's the evaluation that has to take place. Are you doing this legitimately for the good of somebody else or are you doing it so that you can feel good about yourself? And I think a, a lot of that, that leftist compassion is driven by a desire to give yourself points. And of course, to virtue signal about them. But oh, yeah. it's driven by a desire to feel good about yourself as opposed to actually do something good for somebody else. A lot mm. of the time, I think. Yep, yep. you have any yeah. final thoughts? Yeah, quick last thought. I looked up LaGuardia Airport. There would be about <laughs> yeah. eighty to 90,000 people that go through there a day. So mm -hmm. $7 for a croissant is pretty generous considering how much they probably pay in rent to have a store there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the co the costs are astronomical. And, of course, all of that is heavily regulated, too, in terms of how many stores yeah. can be in there, what they can sell. Uh, and it's not – It's it, there's no competition to uh, to reduce that price to uh, yeah. something that might be a little more to Miss uh, AOC's taste. 
But, but what would ASD know about that? She only studied finance, so, you know, what would she know about economics and stuff? Economics, yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. It's remarkable, yeah. All right, thank you, man. No worries. You guys have a good night. You Bye. as well. Let's uh, let's see if we can get two more in. Does that sound fair? Of course. Cap, Cap and Creamer, you oh, there we go. if you're ready. Hey, how you doing, Matt? I was worried after you, you skipped right over me. Uh, well, no, I, on my end, I didn't. You got to remember sometimes the... Uh, the everybody's hitting into the server, like hitting their enter oh, key at the all exact the, same time. The so the way it hits the server is, uh, it can be a little. What you see is different than what I see. It, okay, you'll have it, to forgive me that I'm just not very high IQ. Uh, I did want to ask uh, <laughs> about uh, how do you feel about a lot of European countries uh, slowly pulling back on their uh, restrictions on firearm ownership, like uh, Italy, uh, Spain. I think just. Oh, are uh, they? I I didn't yeah. heard anything about this. Fill me in. Um, I, I'm not too familiar with the rules in Italy, but I believe they loosened the laws on owning a firearm. Hmm. And Spain uh, is attempting to uh, repeal a lot of the stuff based around uh, defensive use. Because a lot of times okay. in those nations, if you use a firearm in self-defense, you could still go to prison. Sure. Uh, I think Spain's trying to fix that so that people are more comfortable using them to protect themselves. Good. Uh, they kind of go in the way of Brazil. And that's... Well, this oh, this cuts again what I was. This cuts against what I was just saying that generally things never go that direction. So <laughs> yeah. it's good to hear that there's at least some examples of that happening. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, uh, I guess I, I guess I'm surprised. I mean, I, I don't have much of a concept on what what European gun culture and self defense laws, what the legal landscape looks like in that regard. But and I don't know what the status quo in those countries was either. So it's hard for me to offer any kind of firm opinion, but in general, anything that's going to make the citizenry more capable of defending themselves, I would be in favor of. Mm -hmm. I mean, you also have to look to Missouri. They just tried to pass the whole uh, fuck the NFA amendment. Yeah, I know. It's uh, unfortunately the ATF doesn't care. They, they still, they don't, they don't care what your state says. They're still going to show up and they're still going to shoot your dog and snipe your wife. Yeah. Yeah. You can't forget that the FBI is going to feed drugs to your kids. So, you <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, all that's right. all well, I wanted to Yeah. Ask. Thanks for the update. Uh, appreciate it. Y'all have a good night. You as well. Okay. We'll get one last call uh, from Mystic Axe. And we'll have to cut it off there. I feel bad because there's people who were here right at 6.50 that I, I have 6.50 Mountain Time, that is, that I won't be able to get to. Um, I know that that's not ideal, but you know we do. We're doing the best we can with uh, with what we got, guys. Although Mystic Axe, I think, is gone. So who's up? Who's up after that? We'll get one more. Yuji. This is like a Japanese name or something. Yuji Itami. Oh wow! I didn't. Hello. Go hey. for it. You're gonna get last word. Uh, I'm basically like a new guy, but like, um, I'm actually having a conversation with Commonness on Friday. With oh, who? Yeah. Sorry. I'm actually oh, with communists. Yep. Gotcha. And, and okay. anarcho-communists. Yeah, I've never understood. Can you ask them to explain what the hell that even means? Because I've People never understood. Us all the time, we're like, what? Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm basically. I've been basically trying to like figure out like, I've been basically like going around places, political servers on Discord, and uh, uh-huh. and like trying to learn stuff because I'm like I've been trying to get out the echo chamber. Sure. Yeah. Good for you. Well, Good. So on like Friday, um, I'm actually going to be talking to a, an anarcho-communist about random stuff. Just about their general philosophy or anything specific? Uh, 
I don't think it's gonna be anything specific per se, but we're just gonna be talking about like a whole lot of stuff. Are I you guess just gonna I... like call each other or are you having a public chat? Uh call each other basically. Ah, okay. okay. I guess yeah. I, I just don't understand how you could collectively own the means of production but also have no government, basically. Yeah. How would that work? Like who, have, if you're going to collectively have, own the means of production, someone has to direct, right. presumably, uh, because you don't have market forces directing what's going to be produced at that point. Right. I have more, I and have then more. who gets the output? It seems like it requires an authoritarian, authoritarian oversight, which, by the way, is why communism has always supposedly descended into totalitarianism when it's I, actually just I have an, no idea, man. I've, it seems like it's an inherent feature of the system, not a not a perversion. I just want to know how this is not a contradiction. of. Yeah, exactly. I basically, I basically told them today, like, I can literally start a sweatshop in communism and, like, nobody would care. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with the chat, and um, you know, good for you for for giving it a shot. It, you know, and and trying to yeah. uh, trying to have a good chat with people with whom you disagree. That's always good to hear. And you know, I'm glad that maybe there are people out there who are open to that conversation too, and maybe they won't call you a Nazi or something like that. I mean, I'm I'm already ready to be a fascist already, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Good luck. You see you. We'll uh, we'll end our calls there. Appreciate everybody hanging out. Uh, I know we got a lot of people who didn't make it in tonight, so we appreciate your patience, guys, and thanks for hanging out with us. If um, if you are having trouble getting into the live room on a regular basis, but you still want to participate, you can send us an email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject line. We'll respond to it on the show. And for the love of God, keep it to a tweet's length or less, or we're going to send you an angry email in response. Uh, appreciate <laughs> well you're you're the one who starts the show lecturing people but then doesn't enforce your own standards when it comes down to it yeah that's how it goes sounds like a chick thing to do i know <laughs> okay. like, let's hang out and then when the time comes around i'm like Ugh. christian shit posting says what are your thoughts on eminent domain especially in regard to trump's border wall i personally have always thought the concept was ridiculous and unfair for the government to just take your property but i'm conflicted on whether it might be justified for border security if it is justified for this purpose the problem then becomes whether it is just for other purposes as well uh, other purposes as well let me know what you think thanks i am not the greatest eminent domain mind that is to say i'm not super familiar with the law what precedent and the law actually say um in general, of course, I'm not a fan of confiscation of property. And I know you say, well, it's with compensation. Yeah, but if it's not voluntary, it is still confiscation. Right. But if basically. domain um, exists for any reason at all, what border security has got to be the most, I mean. Yeah, I guess maybe just generally speaking, your test could be how pursuant is it to a legitimate purpose of government? That is to say, we should all have... And as a country, we should agree on, I thought we did, but we don't anymore. But we should agree on, here's the purposes of and the confines of legitimate government and legitimate government purpose. And uh, But as far as eminent domain and border security, if you own a piece of property that has a piece of the border, you, there's an implied risk with owning that property. You had to think at some point, hmm. 
that the government was going to get involved. Whereas other people in eminent domain, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like you can't predict it very often. I have conflicting thoughts about this. Was it Sticks I heard talk about? I don't want to wrongly assign this idea to him if it wasn't him. So I apologize if I am. But what do you think about the, the, the cost or the payment? Someone I was listening to said, you should basically be paid like double market value or quadruple market value, which does offset some of the like confiscation of property portion. But the problem is you're paying for that with other confiscated property that is right. people's tax money. So I, I can see both sides of that case. Like, what do you think the price paid should be? Market value. Hmm. Just, just market value. And you're, you're compelled to accept it. Otherwise you. Well, I mean, I wish that, you know, for things like, security purposes i wish that they would restrict the use of eminent domain to basically nothing hmm. uh but you know if for border security i'd say market value is fair and reasonable fair enough thanks for the thoughts uh christian shit posting uh james uh, is up next. james sunday night you guys talked about facebook banning white nationalists and the eu potentially banning memes well nobody seems to be talking about this but already facebook has removed the community gif of ken jong yelling gay from their instant yeah. messenger gif library and instead of you try to look up the gif you only find very positive gay gifts yeah you can't make that's jokes so anymore funny. yeah that's well, a bummer um the dinosaurs. everybody knows it's lame though yeah here's the solution stop using facebook messenger and just or text facebook. people your Why your gifts uh which by the way i need to have a poll there's a certain listener of the show who had a exchange with me recently and whether it's gif or jif and this particular listener was impassioned that it's jif i said listen i I don't want to talk about peanut butter and if we are it's skippy or nothing these are gif files not jif i don't but i'm i'm curious what the audience uh, i've general polling suggests i'm in the uh majority jif hard g i'm hard g yeah uh, I don't know. I probably just picked that up from you. So I blame you. All right. Anyway, uh, you know who you are, person, if you're listening. Mabel says, hi, Matt. So I just got done listening to your Bigfoot stream with Jay Fry. That's a long time ago. That's like a year yeah. and a half ago. Bigfoot stream with Jay Fry and looked up Dr. Chuck Tingle because I couldn't believe he existed. And not only does he, but he's famous. The New York Times and J.K. Rowling have reviewed his books positively. And he was nominated for the prestigious Hugo Award twice. My question is, why do I live in a world where he... Uh, this exists and is critically acclaimed. Are you familiar with Chuck Tingle? He writes weird erotica. And I think Bigfoot erotica was part of his, uh, his uh, repertoire. If that's the right word to use. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and I think we were discussing on Jay Fry's stream because at the time, remember, there was that house race in Virginia in which Bigfoot erotica oh my God, was a, so became now. a campaign issue. Right. Anyway, Chuck Tingle writes weird erotica. I, I, I've never read any of his books. Really? I've not. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't dabble in that particular genre. Mm. Jay Fry is the one who. Go back weird. and listen to the stream. Jay Fry is the one who brought it up. He's not me. Where has he been? Too. I've been talking to Jay Fry in ages. I wasn't the word on the street that he got some new job or something. Or he. Uh, I don't know. Jay Fry, he, that's. Is he not policing the chat for caps? Oh. Uh, Bummer. This is from Jim Jam. Given that there's a distinction between homicide and manslaughter, and it is also a crime to plot a murder, is it not then reasonable to more harshly punish a killer who you have reasonable expectation would kill further people of a certain group? Like, 
Okay. When do thoughts and intentions matter is mainly the question. I don't support the current hate crime laws, but would like to hear your opinion on if their intention is even reasonable. Matt's take. No, that was that. No, I, I just wrote in there so oh. I wouldn't forget later. <laughs> <laughs> My take is this. Sorry, I should have stopped you. So uh, I, I have some thoughts on this, but I didn't want to forget them. Uh, okay. So he's at, he's asking if it's relevant so, the belief that there is going to be successive murders. If I, if I understand the question correctly, he's saying to the extent we make a meaningful distinction between intent as far as crime is concerned. That is to say, did you plot this beforehand or did you do it negligently or accidentally? Ver it does, does that then justify taking into account whether hate is a motive in the crime? And I guess... To me, they're separate questions. One is why did you commit the act? The other is intent to act. And those aren't necessarily the same thing. Did, did you intend to act is a meaningful distinction, not on what motivation did you intend to act, which would be the, yeah, the yeah. why did you act question. So why you act to me, why you act to me is irrelevant. Uh, intent to act is the difference between malice and a mistake. So, I believe that basically all malice should be treated equally. That is to say, I don't care if you plotted this because you hate, uh, you commit a crime against blonde because she's white or you commit a crime against blonde because she's blonde. Those things, th those things don't matter to me. I don't like, I, don't, I wouldn't say one is worse than the other. I'd say both of those were committed with intent. Therefore we, they should be treated equally under the law. Um, so I, I just don't, I don't see how you would say that certain motives matter matter more than others without creating a whole messy system whereby James Fields is punished further for plowing a car into a crowd of people because he supposedly hates black people, whereas if he did it because he hates them because they're communists, that's yeah, uh, that's less bad. We created that system though. He got four hundred and twenty years for what which should clearly be a manslaughter charge. Yeah. So I, mean, so I, we've I done that. I guess I just, I don't necessarily, I motive matter. Uh, let's put it this way. Intent matters, but why you have that intent is a meaningless question to me. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. And as far as punishing the, the punishment baking into the cake, uh, whether or not you anticipate that they're going, you anticipate the recidivism. I think that we already do that. Like with a, a murderer, it's like, is this a, a gang hit? Or has this person had like an attempted rape and like a history of pornography, like violent pornography obsession? Like, are they going, do they have the makings of a serial killer? I think that we already do that when we punish people. Hmm. Thanks for your thoughts. Uh, Greg says, greetings from St. Louis. I won't be able to listen live. So hopefully you won't talk about this. Did you hear that Missouri is passing a bill that would nullify all federal gun laws and regulation in the state? It will basically make Missouri a sanctuary state for the second amendment. Oh, the bill yeah, that's right. yeah, will make it illegal to enforce any federal gun regulation, bans all federal taxes and fees, bans federal tracking of guns, accessories, or gun owners. Supposedly the state can enforce this legally under something called the anti-commandeering doctrine that stipulates states do not have to help the federal government if it requires breaking the constitution to get the specifics read the uh, read about missouri bill sb376 thanks i'm glad to see people go in this direction but um but as i keep referencing montana and other states have had bills similar to this on the books forever the feds do not care and, yeah. and i i'm not aware of a case of a federal agent being prosecuted by a state for enforcing federal law perhaps that exists but i 
I got to imagine the federal government would take serious issue with such a thing. So unfortunately, these things mostly end up becoming symbolic rather than anything that's actually effective. Now, the difference is like in the state of Montana, anything manufactured in the state of Montana under the Firearms Freedom Act, our, our state authorities don't care. That is to say, if I manufactured a short barreled rifle or a suppressor in my garage, the state authorities, if, this, if the sheriff comes here, they don't care. If the ATF comes here, they snipe your dog, as I, as I mentioned. So it, it's nice to know that your, your sheriff isn't going to bust your ass, but I would be very careful about violating any federal gun laws, even if you have a state law on your side. But, you know, I'm not a lawyer, so <laughs> talk to your legal team. Yeah. Uh, this is for veracity. God, since I turned 30, I can't get past like 8.30 before I'm like, oh, I'm not doing it. Um, if you can have a normal-sized animal the size of a soda can, mm. what would you have as a mini pet? I would choose a mini gorilla. That's a good choice. It's a good choice. A grizzly bear, for sure. Yeah, a tiny little polar bear. That'd be so mm. cute. I got to say, I, I gotta say I'm gonna, would go the monkey route with him. I've always wanted to see a grizzly versus gorilla fight. Yeah. That would be sweet. I don't know how that would play out, but it would be awesome to watch. Mm. Jeremy says, uh, Blonde and Matt, in this modern era where, uh, in this modern era where history books paint heroes as villains and school children are encouraged to harbor problematic views on sexuality and gender long before they have even learned to stop picking their nose, how do you justify fulfilling the urge to procreate beyond replacement level? Just asking as a like-minded individual whose lady has gotten a recent spell of baby fever. This seems more like a blonde question than a me question. Um, I mean, like we mentioned before, people were having babies in the during the Great Depression. It, it, I, I don't know that the current state of affairs is so bad that we should that we should not be having children. Um, hmm. And replacement level, that's only 2.1. You want to have like a few. I look forward to it for purely selfish reasons. As I get older, you kind of realize, listen, you're going to hit a point where, where your life, you realize it's all downhill from here. My option is to live vicariously through my children and be proud of the legacy I've left this planet. So I didn't see that when I was like 20. Now that I'm on the other side of 30, it's like, yeah, I can see why I will want that in a few years time. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, did I just read that one? No, no, I did. Chad's Chad, I'm an American born male with a high education from New England and work in the biomedical field. I see time and time again, a huge influx of Indian and Middle Eastern workers flooding our hiring process. They seem qualified, but I'm a strongly, but I am strongly a minority as a white American male in the workplace. Why is this an immigration issue or is this an American education problem? It's both. Um, why aren't more Americans being trained in these technical fields? Ah, we, oh, the, the, the age old question on this show. Are companies incentivized to hire foreign workers in a group of 15? There are only two natural born Americans. This hmm. translates to many other groups in the field as well, not just my group I work in. Many of these workers are great at their jobs, but have little in common with the surrounding American culture. And assimilation is more reversed where Americans are assimilating to their culture instead. Uh, Matt and I consistently have different answers on this. I think that we have an obligation to improve our educational process so we no longer have to outsource um or any field i think that we have an obligation to hire americans exclusively uh and i think that this what what is it the b the h1b visa 
that what it's called? I, I'm not familiar. Uh, the, yeah. Without rehashing all of that discussion, the one question I would have too is how much do hiring and recruiting policies themselves actually play into this outcome? That is to say, is there some affirmative action diversity quota uh, in play here? Or is this just organically there are less American uh, Americans pursuing these positions, therefore they must be filled by immigrants? I'm curious about that. Is there preferential treatment? on behalf of some diversity initiative, or is it just, this is the way it's organically developed? Because that would, that certainly changes my assessment of this too. If it's, listen, we had equally qualified or, or perhaps even more qualified Americans or evil white people who could have filled these positions, but because we have a diversity preference, we chose this. Um, that's not like, that's not an outcome that I'm in favor of. When I'm making past arguments, what I'm in favor of is one, filling positions that we're otherwise not filling because people don't want to do them for whatever reason. And two, making sure that we are getting the most qualified, best people to provide great services for Americans. I don't know that that's what's going on here without knowing more of the policy behind right. it. But it does sound a little, it does sound a little off. Like even, even in my argument, two out of 15, I don't think that that's necessarily the... Well, they're probably cheaper. Yeah, I assume there's got to be some reason why that's happening. I don't think that that's organic. Let's put it that way. That seems to me like it might be if if we're facing an educational you know situation here, maybe. I mean, I, certainly if that's the case, I think we could agree that some sort of incentive structures to produce more doctors as opposed to gender studies historians would probably be in order. That would be a nice thing to have. Yeah. If, um, if in fact people higher education problem <laughs> Sure. Thanks, Chad. Uh, God, we're running out of time already, so I'll try to hustle up here because we've got a few more. Uh, JS says, hey, guys, what are your thoughts on the idea that Western civilization has its roots in the Judeo-Christian tradition? Ben Shapiro, among countless others, favor this idea. However, Western nationalists tend to argue that the West is based off of the Greco-Roman tradition. The two traditions appear to be mutually exclusive for what it's worth. There are a number of Jewish scholars who find the term Judeo-Christian offensive. They claim the term waters down the Jewish faith and has no base in actual no basis in actual history. I'm not really qualified to answer this question. I, I do and not. I have... don't want to. I <laughs> opt out of answering this question. It sounds like bait. Is this that... is fucking bait. I, I can't do it. <laughs> There's just no way I can answer this question without just getting in heaps of trouble. I know this is basically the nature of Shapiro's uh, new book, The Right Side of History, but I've not read it. And I know uh, he he feuds with people on this question frequently. He talks about it on his show. I just don't have the historical knowledge to opine. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, and I'd be I'd be doing a disservice to you if I pretended that I did. So I apologize for Similarly, the comment. I can but ignorance on this. That's <laughs> Blunt just doesn't want to get banned. Okay, <laughs> that's such a, such a bullshit answer. I'm sorry. Um, this is Brent. The recent scandal of the two minority groups in the UK got me thinking, what are your thoughts on teaching and parenting children with acknowledging adversity? In my view, hmm. individuals need to not be so naive about other intentions and opinions. You cannot change everyone's mindset, but you can help them either A, understand their life philosophy, or B, how to handle these situations. What are your thoughts on teaching and parenting children? Adversity is key. I, I think that I will be a little tough on my kids. Like I want them to experience discomfort. I don't want them to be, to have misery or anything like that. I want them to have discomfort when I think of my best. Uh, and it's not even necessarily that my parents did that per se. 
But when I think of my best educators in college, they actually terrified me. The people who would cold call you and try to embarrass you in front of the class. Like they made me physically uncomfortable in their class my freshman and sophomore years. And I hated that. I hated that at the time. But as I grew up, I realized, wow, thanks to that guy, I'm actually pretty comfortable on my feet. Thanks to that guy, when life throws a curveball at me, I don't freak out. And I, I actually am able to navigate a difficult situation. So for me, it's going to the finding the right balance of adversity is going to be tough. I don't want to actually make kids life dreadful or dreadful. miserable or anything, but yeah, I, but I want that good, like a coaching culture. Yeah. And, and think of just like for me uh, in junior high, like some of the social anxiety, even it was so bad, but it was good for me in the end. I'm glad I had those experiences. I'm glad and that there was socially ostracized. Like I remember within reason. Miserable. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I think that, that it really can form some strong characters, things like getting bullied. I, I've faced a lot of pushback on this because I know some people that are like, listen, bully, being bullied nearly ruined my life. Yeah. But like a healthy dose of bullying, I think, is character building. <laughs> the healthy dose. I, 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 I completely get what you're saying. I just know how that pisses people off. And I agree with you. It's a giant pussies. Yeah, people get enraged by that thought. And I understand people have had t- terrible experiences. Yeah, which I don't uh, wish on anybody. Bullying yeah, of course. Important. What I am saying is there's value in adversity and I, I don't want people to suffer. I want them to, I, I want discomfort. That's what I want. A little discomfort. Uh, Matthew says on the Sunday show, you mentioned the mayoral race and the all black press room, but didn't mention why they were doing it. Why well, I, I was not aware why they were doing it. So let's, let's read ends up the local male mayoral race is nonpartisan with multiple candidates, including multiple black candidates. The reason for the black only meeting is that the black press and some local black leaders were going to get together and decide which one black candidate to back. So they didn't split the black vote. They didn't want the white candidate to win. Well, that doesn't sound better to me, but I don't know that that's the case that he's making. Maybe it's just additional detail. Um, Yeah. That still sounds just as bad to be honest. But but I don't want to mischaracterize what Matthew's trying to say. I didn't see if that was in the report that we had. I didn't see that particular detail, but that still doesn't change the characterization of what's going on here. Um, and even if that were the case, like, why would it be wrong for white people to report on that? That's right. the question. Hmm. Oh, now we have a long ass question. Chris M. Chris M. <laughs> On my daily drive to and from work, I forced my coworker to listen to the following podcast. Yours. Uh, Joe Rogan, Dave Rubin, and Meat Eater. I don't mean he says that your show is his favorite. Oh, good question setup. I recently found out that Tim Pool puts all of his YouTube videos out onto podcast for, platform, which is nice because it's mostly talking head stuff, ten to fifteen minutes per video, and now I can listen to it easier. I also like that it has reduced my YouTube usage by about thirty percent because fuck those guys. Matt, have you ever considered doing the same with your videos? I think that would just about end my traffic to YouTube, seeing as once I stop going. Uh, to watch your weekly stuff, I would no longer be there to get the, the click traffic that is the remainder. I don't know if the podcast platforms have any monetization option for you or if there's a cost upload. That I, I know from, for me, I have too many visual aids, which is why I don't do that. Yeah, that, there's that element. The, other, the reality of it is it's just another piece of work. And quite frankly, I don't have time for something like that. And the benefit to me doing that is almost nothing. Um, even, even as it stands now, the audio listens on our podcasts like this one, they're significant, but they are much smaller than YouTube. So while 
I can make those things available. There's also a cost-benefit analysis. In a long-form podcasting format, that makes more sense to me. Like, you know, you're, you're listening on the road, whatever. A lot of my videos are under 10 minutes. Uh, YouTube used to have an option where you could just turn off the video and listen to sound only, but I don't know if that went away. Is that still a thing? Uh, I've never known it to have that. The point, the, so I hate to let you down, but the, it just, it's another piece of work for me that doesn't necessarily provide any benefit. And honestly, in the video production, those videos, those videos like you're describing, generally there's a purpose to the visual element. There's a reason that I've decided to structure the visual visual element the way that I have. There's an added benefit to it. It's the product that I want people to see, to be yeah. honest. So I hate to let you down, but there's just not a compelling enough reason for me to to do that at this point. Maybe in the future when I get an assistant who I can, you know, who I can make do slave labor tasks, that might be something. Yeah. But for now, I, I don't have any plans to do it. Thomas, last one, says, would society as opposed to students be best served if we encouraged essentially everyone and only those in the top 10% of academic ability to pursue four-year old-fashioned liberal arts curriculum education as per Charles Murray's real education? Um, possibly, yes. yeah. It used to be something that was for the most intelligent people, and now that everybody goes, it means basically nothing. Like the yeah. value of a college education now is what the value of a high school education used to be. And I'm fairly convinced that it, uh, in, back in the old days when we were educated in one room class classrooms, that people were getting better like K through 12 educations than yeah. the current modern academia. Probably. I mean, I go to, I, I go to bat for my education all the time. Sometimes we co uh, contrast on that a little bit, but I'm under no delusion that, the liberal arts education that I got is the best course for everybody. In fact, I think it takes a specific person who benefits from that. Yeah, but a lot of my... that in high school, the educations we got in college, we were supposed yeah. to have already by the time we were 15. Point is like, I have plenty of friends who do more manual labor jobs and are perfectly content with that. Indeed, their skill set is probably best suited for that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we'd be doing any service by pushing my, um, I don't know, my plumber friends or my heating and cooling friends into discussions of Socrates and Plato. Like that's a waste. That's actually a disservice to them probably in addition to devaluing the education of people who want to study that sort of stuff yeah. and become, you know, I, I just call it a thinking degree. That's kind of the thing. That's like what my college experience was. It was a thinking degree, but that's valuable if you transform critical thinking skills into something of value. Like I hope this show is, but that's not, that's certainly not for everybody. That's not that. For a, for a lot more people, it, like a tangible skill is much more beneficial. And probably for me too, like honest, yeah. honestly, if I, if I went to law school, I'm sure I'd be uh, a wealthy but stressed out man. And I don't want to trade yeah. that. And know? even though we're both fairly smart, um, we were both in, we got educated, we had good college educations and we both kind of ended up in like dead end jobs. Yeah, I realized it was just, it was perpetual mediocrity. And that's what I was looking yeah. at the rest of my life yeah it was like well i will be safe but it'll be the same stupid task forever and i'll live in it just it, it it was very purposeless and especially since i didn't have you know like a, a family to support or something it was very purposeless yep. yep okay anyway thanks for all the the questions guys uh we got to close out with uh streamlabs and super chat oh, before we get out of here i'll <laughs> keyboard cat you uh, no, you won't. <sighs> I know. Yes. I know. The system's still down. 
Uh, and we're all caught up on uh, Streamlabs still, actually. Well, so shit. it's all you. I was waiting for that buffer. Uh, open source sourcing, free super chat. I honestly don't remember the last Chinese one. spy. Uh, let's see. Where do you get New Zealand? Abraham Lincoln. Oh, okay. Um, nope. I read that one. Sharp Red Scorpion. Matt, yeah, what are your thoughts go. on homoerotic Bigfoot novels? I have a feeling <laughs> you'd like it if you gave it a chance. Funny, we were just talking about that. If I had, you know, an extra few hours in the day, maybe I'd give it a read. I hear uh, what's his face, the guy, the the question. Uh, that we were asked previously that my brain is dead and I can't even remember from 10 minutes ago. Chuck Tingle. I'll give his books Chuck a read. Tingle. Yeah. Uh, gross. Matthew Rowley. I, a lefty friend that is a lot like Tim Pool, very level-headed. We may do a podcast talking about news from both the left and the right. Is it a decent idea? Do you know of any podcasts like that? Any advice? I mean, ours sort of. But um, that's a good idea. You should do it. Everybody should do it. More podcasts for all. More long-form content. Mm. Uh, this is from Laurel, our resident ginger. Uh, I just fact checked multiple sources and only three to 5% of active duty U.S. military are foreign born, which includes naturalized citizens. That did sound unreasonable. Yeah, I guess I, I took the premise for granted, but perhaps there was a specific, something specific he was talking about. I don't know. What was it? He said uh, like, I, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I could go back and read it, but uh, I think it was from Phil. I recently heard, yeah, he, he said, I recently heard that the U.S. military is now 51% or so made up of paper America. So I'd have to have some clarification on, on what his, what his figures actually are. Serious city match. I just want to tell you the NRA has been brought into Australian election. Al Jazeera did a sting on an independent party insinuating that they tried to solicit funds from the NRA. Okay. Sounds interesting. I'm sure the NRA is really controlling Australian politics too, considering they have a more or less hands-off approach to us gun politics lately, but whatever. We'll, see, we'll see how that works out. Born and raised Dem went 180. Now let's save my babies. <laughs> With the emoji. Yeah. yeah. Uh, check your spilled. Shout out to Beauty and the Beta Portland meetup. Awesome. Glad did you guys I, are having fun. I wanted to the Atlanta meetup. It had like 20 people. I did see that. We'll show it on Sunday. Yeah. Almost 20 people and showed up. They made a drink after our show. Oh, I didn't see that they part. It was pretty for me and fruity for you. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll have to read that on Sunday. Uh, Canadian conservative AOC is not good looking blonde blonde. You are gorgeous. Thank you so much on Wednesday. I like to show up wearing like almost no makeup and get really close to the camera. Uh, Jamie Clay is one of those evil boomers who are actually, who actually worked on with CompuServe. Can I read on the development of the GIF format? We, those who were there say it with a J sound. So if you have a grain of salt, take it. I yeah. That's like, that's like the only argument those people have is that the guy who developed it or the guy who invented it used a soft J. That is good enough but, for me. No, but the thing is that it stands for uh, graphic. I forget what the I is. The, the first letter in the, uh, in the acronym is graphic. That's a hard G. You just look at it as how you would say it. It looks like gift. If that was just a word. If, give, the first, well, if it is graphic, which has never occurred to me because I'm pretty dumb. Yeah. Then it is gift. That's my argument is that the, is that the word for which the first letter stands is a hard G. Therefore I go with hard G, but that's not the only one. Again, if you just looked at that sequence of letters and how you'd pronounce it, you'd say it looks like gift. It looks like give that is gif. I'm just going to, I'm going to immediately forget this conversation. So yeah. I'll, I'll take, but take you know, whatever. It, well, d does the boomer argument persuade you? I know you're a big fan of the boomer generation. I don't know. 
my parents are coming around. All uh, right, fair enough. They're really annoying. Thanks, so Jamie. Uh, David Blackstone, you guys owe me five minutes next time for cutting off calls right before me. Two weeks in a row now, JK. Bummer. Uh, but it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. I, I, I do feel bad that people who are right on time tonight did not make the cut. Uh, so I, unfortunately, I'll have to tell you to keep at it. And better luck, better luck next time. But man, it's getting, it is getting tough, admittedly. But I guess that's a good problem to have. Uh, Dangerous Spaces says, Jews and Christians both believe in Abrahamic God. Yes, as you have learned on Beauty and the Beta, there is no difference between Jews and Christians. We've never discussed any difference between Jews and Christians on the show ever before. Some of us never have. I haven't. <laughs> uh, that's the last one. <laughs> yeah, we're, let's get the hell out of here before you get us in trouble again. I didn't say anything. I know you didn't. That's, uh, yeah, so let's get out of here. All right, uh, anyway, what's coming up on Sunday? Got some stuff in the notes. Um, oh, there's a, you linked this to me earlier today. There's an update on the cliff divers. More information on the lesbian mom cliff divers. There's a drove hilarious up. update in that story. <laughs> as hilarious as moms driving their young children off of a cliff because of their Why am I victim delusions. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is ending weird. It's a good thing we're out of here. Not a strong close, but we'll try for a better one next week. Thanks, see you on Sunday. <laughs>